This is a HeadGum Podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. <laughs> Welcome back to <laughs> This time from the High Roller Studio. Huge thank you and shout out to Mark Sherlock Humes for letting us use this facility and the entire the entire High Rollers team. This is amazing. Uh, I would say it's a dream come true, but I never conceived that it was a possibility. So here we are. We are here to record the next two episodes. Yeah. Of Curse of the Spider Queen. I am your very neighborhood dungeon master, mm. Jeremy yeah. Cobb. Indeed. Pronouns he him, and I am joined as always by. It's me! Hey, everyone. I'm Shamini. I use mostly she, her pronouns. And I am still playing Wrath. They use they, them. They're a pugilist, which is like a kind of punchy city person. Their fight club is the squared circle. I got it. Yes! 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 Well done. They're also an Elon's Blessing Swallow. Woo! Oh, we got it. We got it. Took us to episode eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not the only two people here. We also have me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Liv. I'm playing Juice, a circle of stuff. We both have. We both have. We both use she her pronouns. <laughs> we both have the pronouns. We both have pronouns. <laughs> she is a circle of stars druid and a twilight domain cleric. And she is also a bloom amere. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Very nice. You're very welcome. You're welcome. And joining our two, as always, is. Hello! It's me! I'm Johnny! I am playing Abawadi. We both use he him pronouns. Abawadi is a copper ironmaster, artificer, battlesmith, and he is a friend to Yeen. And I tell you, if Abawadi knew I was here, he'd be very excited for me. And uh, Yim actually is here under the table, yeah, uh, just sort of chilling out. Chilling, so, yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's bit, just yeah. having a little sleep. He's just a little cameo. He's just taking a little nap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> a little nap. Yeah. 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 His springs are rubbing together, which is like purring. Oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the noise. That's, 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 that's what the noise is. That's the noise. If you're hearing any noise, any sort of rumbling noise, that is it. It is just Yim. having a great time. Contentedly. Yep, that's what it is. Whenever you hear that sound, just smile. Just know it's Yim. Just know it's Yim. I can hear him now. <laughs> Last but not least. <laughs> Hello, I am Jasper William Cartwright. I use he pronouns. As does Moody Quoba, the Half Moon Die Ema College of Eloquence Bard. Whoa. Ooh. And who are you playing? <laughs> I'm also playing Tobo. Oh! Uh, yeah, yeah, that's we're having a full mix up. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm just, this is just the coolest dang thing that ever did happen. Mm. Yeah. This is very, very cool. Yes, it's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not too 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 bad. 
Well, we are here at a very pivotal moment in our journey. When we last left off, you had made your way into the Baobab Grove. You had explored. You had learned all sorts of interesting things about the way that place works. Yeah. It's a repository of knowledge. Seen all the golden streams of knowledge flowing in. You had found the place where the impact had occurred, that there was a wound that had not healed in Wagadu's memory. You went in. You found a spirit. You found out that the wound was actually caused by the genocide of the Meg Bay. Thousands of years prior, we're bringing it full circle, folks. And not only that, but the reason that people in Wagadu cannot remember what happened specifically to the Meg Bay, and possibly even that they can't remember the Spider Queen, was due to a cabal of wizards, a group of powerful mages. One of the leaders of whom? No. Was our very own. Cabals <laughs> always go like they're bad. Like when the cabal yeah. of wizards shows up, that's yeah, always yeah. like cabal a bad thing. A bad right. Right. I try, I try not to use the word because I think it actually comes from Kabbalah. So I feel like it has weirdly anti-Semitic roots. Uh, but it has been part of my vocabulary before. So I mean, you could just call it like wizard club. That's what, that's what I said, club. like secret club. group. Yeah. Yeah. Support group. Yeah. 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 That's a support group. Yeah. This is like if Narcotics Anonymous, the goal was to get you into narcotics. Like yeah. anonymously. Mm. I feel. Uh, no one but, has to know. <laughs> but the, it, just as you learned that information, you also realized that because you touched this this particular pool and get access this information, it was the equivalent. Some of us. Of, I'm so it, mad. Yeah. <laughs> like in my full armor. Like, <laughs> nothing but like, nothing, nothing but trouble. Yeah. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> this whole time, you were all overwhelmed by millions of spider rocks that had apparently been sitting in this pool, dragged you down. You lost consciousness, and we begin as you are all unconscious. I imagine that it's kind of like just blackness. <laughs> it's similar to like if you can hear the dull roar of water in your ears at the same time. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, yeah. the best that happened. I was like, ah, man, that was so cool. Hopefully it won't be the only time it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, you have the dull roar of the water in your ears, as well as like voices echoing. You can hear voices that you recognize from your past, either recent past or distant past, echoing. You can barely make out bits and pieces of what they're saying. You can catch snippets of voices you don't even recognize, but I, I think Ujinga kind of comes through with when she's like, we may be through with the past, but the past ain't through with us. Coming through, just echoing through. You hear, there's like another voice that comes through is like, the past isn't gone. It isn't even past. There's another voice during the cacophony. Says, I am not frightened of dying. Got to go sometime. I'm sure of it. And then a woman starts singing dramatically and you all just <sighs> come to in a room. More, more a lair, really. I feel yeah. it's still, the, a lair is a room. What is a lair if not a room with bad intentions? <laughs> and this is absolutely a room with bad intentions. You are lying on a bed of spiders' web, spider silk that is woven <laughs> together. As you look up, you can see heading. You appear to be in a chamber that leads off in all sorts of different directions. You are all here. 
But you are not the only ones here. Also crawling around are just so many medium, small, large spiders, not on top of you necessarily. Although I think as you may come to, you may catch the last of the little spider rocks just skittering off of your shoulder. But there are spiders galore. And these spiders, many of them are surrounding various bundles on the wall. You see these bundles appear larger than like, larger than what you would normally expect to see in a spider's web. They are actually human-sized. And you see a number of, and as you can like look down different passages going deeper and deeper around, you can just catch glimpses of more spiders like skittering up to more of these bundles. They're all rock spiders, right? They're all little yellow stuff. uh, Actually are much larger. These actually resemble full-on spiders. Uh, we, We Yes. I am a druid. I am one with nature. This is not good. I'm quite literally a mothman. No. Don't worry about it. Spider's web, the perfect place for a moth. For a moth, yeah. Uh, it's good. It's good. Well, these are spiders. You can see that they, a lot of them, actually, they very much resemble orb weaver, golden orb weaver spiders that you might see in Africa. Specifically with, like, they have long, yeah, everybody immediately goes to Google. If we had a chat, I would drop the picture that I'm thinking of. Oh, good. But very long legs. Kind of yellowish. No, okay. It's not worth it later. Don't do it. You need no visual aids here. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. (gasps) And what's interesting, I think, also notable about this place is. The spider silk that you're seeing is primarily the color of normal spider silk. Although you can see the occasional glimpse of the golden thread sort of peeking through, typically in the vicinity of the bundles. So what would you like to do as you come to in this place? Bounce. <laughs> As you bounce, some of the spiders immediately stop moving and sort of stutter to like look in your direction. It is surprisingly springy, but also very firm. You don't get the sense that you could easily pierce through this. But it's not sticky? No. It's not like gum? No, it is not mm-hmm. like gum. This is more like the spider silk that spiders make that is not meant to be sticky. And uh, is there a. Are we on the floor or can we see a floor? A, oh, the, the floor is webs. Everything. The floor is just webs. Okay, everything. but everything the is in a, webs. Imagine that you're in a chamber that has been made of webs. Okay, right. So Sorry, I didn't know if we like were like in a chamber a web and bed. then there was a web. Oh, right. no, no, no. Yeah, the yeah. chamber, the, the chamber webs are. Oh, webs. that makes it so much yes. worse. Thank so you. it is a lab. Okay. <laughs> it's a lab. <laughs> That's why I had to correct myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what you're saying is it's a nightmare. Got you. Yeah. Perhaps even a nightmare realm, so to speak. Okay, cool. So I'm going to cast a ninth level Spanish webs. The end. If that's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Well, this is truly horrific. <laughs> Good. Hello. Can we see each other? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. All of you are present in this little—well, not little—but in this chamber. What is the lighting situation? Is it quite dark <laughs> or what? Oh, there is. It's as though there's light kind of shining through. Okay. So I would oh. describe it more as eerie. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. through. You, you get the occasional like sort of cold blue beam sort of shining, but uh, yeah. Okay, right. So there are gaps in the web. Is there anything visible outside through the sort of gaps in the web? Absolutely. Roll me a perception check. Ooh, oh, here we go. Let's roll. Eaten. 
Nice. <laughs> you advantage. He's there with you. That's right, news. That's even worse. <laughs> that's a nine and a one. <laughs> with okay, so that's a twelve. Okay. okay. With a twelve, as you're peering through, you can see another chamber. <laughs> uh, and it looks like there are more of the little... You can just make out little bundles. There are more spiders going this way and that. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Ruff, so did we just get kidnapped by spiders? It would I... seem so, yes. I think so. Mm. I had such a good idea. I was you know, so excited. I was like, what if we can use water walk and I can lift us up into the sky? Because it's a big water thing. Mm. But no, we were taken here by spiders instead, so that's fine. Mm, mm. Why are we not eaten? That's, I think, of the very small and infrequent promising moments, that is one of them. That we are not yet lunch. Mm. And not, not, also not paralyzed. I think that's normally the process, right? They sort of make you sick, then they wrap you up. That None of that's happened yet, so... Not and the spiders, uh, the spiders seem to be leaving us alone? Mm-hmm. At, at the moment, yes. Um, I'm going to bounce again and <laughs> like, come okay, over. Every time you bounce, they're just like... But they're not like coming over to be like... Oh, no, so get that the one. spiders seem busy with something. Yeah, I'm going to well, go uh, could, one of those uh, Yeah, can I have a look? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> so. Can I try and like, specifically try and see what they seem to be busy with? Yeah, roll an insight check. Insight. Happily. Oh, come on now. <laughs> the low rolls have already started. Man, yeah. is, uh, I roll the studio, uh, low rolls for us. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Truly whopping nine. Oh, oh boy. Nice. Oh, yeah. With that nine, it looks like they are sort of crowding around the bundles, and there seems to be, like, web that is spinning. Not, mm. it's not, I will say, not every bundle is being crowded around, but there's one that's relatively near to you. There's, like, a number of spiders that are crowded around, and they seem to be, like, spinning webs for something. I'm gonna go and, uh, not the super busy one, but another one. I'm gonna go and try and rip into it. Okay. As you reach and, like, rip in, what you see is a person who is webbed here. However, their face is covered by that same purple and yellow mask that you have witnessed on the faceless ones. Uh. I, this was this would have been in Mooty's flashback. Mm-hmm. They it's essentially a purple and it's I think it's a yellow mask with purple lines on it and it is like merged to the face to the yeah. point where like you literally Couldn't cannot it. remove it they're without the, potentially removing the whole face. They're not the same people who've been stalking us, are they? Well, you wouldn't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite possible. I think these are sort of the the, the acolytes of this right. queen, sort of foot soldiers. Some maybe. kind of apotheosis, maybe. Yeah, kind of turning into the to the cult. Well, or sort of feeding. Are they warm? Are they alive? Is that a shriveled husk? Roll, I would say, uh, roll a medicine check. Oh, right, great. Friends are going to be great. Would anyone like help with these checks? <laughs> you guys, you guys? <laughs> roll me a general insight check for the room. Thank you. And we'll say you have advantage because everyone else is trying Thank and failing. Thank you. Okay, I'll take this and I'll take this. these lovely set of dice that Jasper provided with. Ooh. Did we get those from D&D in a castle? Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so It'll do for me, though. 17. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with a 17. These people, alive is a strong word. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't seem to be dead. I would say they exist in kind of like a twilight state between life and death. Mm -hmm. You could probably classify them most as like undead, but you get the sense they probably haven't literally died so much as 
whatever is whatever like life was in them is now being kind of controlled by another source. I think it's like they're just sort of lying there, though. And I will also say, you got a 17? Yeah. Okay, with a 17, as you are, like, looking around the room, kind of, and you see the crowd of spiders that's working, one of them shifts to the side, and you see a face that you recognize. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You see the unconscious face of a (gasps) Mahdi. And it appears that the spiders are spinning a web mask over Omadi's face. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, no. Stop that. Stop that. Get, get out. Get out. I start running up and like, shoot, shoot, yeah. shoot. Yeah. As you're doing that, the spiders sort of like climb up onto your arms and are trying to like move you away. They're trying to like push you. Uh, you here, as you are grabbing, as you are snap, like smacking at the spiders, from, you hear essentially a chorus of voices. You can emanating from not Amadi, but from the the mask the masked face that Reth just uncovered, as well as you can hear it echoing out from the other bundles. You hear this Nope. They are mine. You think you have come here to uncover me? To shine a light on me and expose me and face me? <laughs> You can't even face yourselves. Oh, good. <laughs> and all of the, like, that voice is echoing from every single <laughs> Jasper, it's not Jasper, Mooty, well, Jasper and Mooty, you have heard this voice before. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely the same voice that you heard when, the, when, whenever you heard the voice of the Spider Queen, which I think was on several occasions. Yeah. I think Mooty's going to turn around and say, we may have many issues, <laughs> but... We have at least come to face you ourselves. Perhaps you could return the favor in kind? If you weren't so cowardly to hide behind these acolytes and these spiders. And <laughs> he starts losing it. <laughs> and, I got, and I'll tell you another thing. <laughs> All of these endless theatrics. I mean, come on, who's even buying this crap anyway? Can you just like, All this, like, hyping you up. Just like, yeah, he's going to lose it. I've yeah. seen this before. Look crazy I, I'm obviously going over that water. Like, yeah, that's right. Hold me back. Hold me back. Please, seriously. <laughs> as you say that, I've gone way too far. As you say that, Mooty, you hear very well. I didn't mean it. Come and visit me. I'll have my children show you the way. Great. How are you sort of next Wednesday? Mooty, as you're saying this, webs start to fly into the air from Ooh. all of the spiders oh. around. Oh. The air is no. filling with spider silk oh. that becomes so thick, it almost feels like it becomes like a haze that begins to block the, your view of the room. And that haze starts to feel like a... It starts to look like a physical fog, like literal a fog that is formed in front of you out of these webs. And as like the fog brushes up against you, it feels like when you push through an empty cobweb, that same like feeling as it's sort of brushing up against you. And just off in the distance, you can see it looks like a light source of some kind. You're not sure how small or how big it is, but it looks like light. And all of you can see this. It is happening for all of you in this moment. 
Is it a trap? Does it feel like a trap? Probably. I think we're already in the trap. Honestly. That's true. Yep. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Really we came yes. here to find the Spider Queen, or possibly die. So the plan seems to be going well. And we found the Spider Queen, so I guess now it's time to die. It's necessary. <clears throat> Or we could just stay here. We could have a life here, you know, just in this little spider room, you know? We could sort of put a kitchen over there and... We're going to see the spider queen. Okay. <laughs> Yim turns to the rest of you and he's like, do you think he does this on purpose? That he's deliberately putting up sort of a, a barriers to try not to go because he's scared and it's easier to verbalize it? Just like looking over at Mooty. I think that's obviously what I'm doing. Yeah, I was behind. <laughs> I was really behind. Right, yes. Yes. Fine. Um, that's okay, we can sit and talk about that for a bit. Yeah, if you want to just <laughs> Look, clarify how you're <laughs> feeling. <laughs> really purring. I understand, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm a little asleep. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm wondering if, and I'm just looking at my list of things. Yes, good. Right. Juju wants to get a better sense of what is going on in this place, and what better way to do that than becoming the enemy? So Juju is going to say, "Don't, don't smack me! Nobody hit me! I'm gonna, you'll, you'll see, you'll know it's me." And then she's going to wild shape into a giant wolf spider, (laughs) and it's going to be one that's got constellations and stuff all over it. So this is very much Juju, and this is so cool. (laughs) It's a cute little guy. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's one of the ones with the big eyes. Yeah, it's always yeah, those little cute eyes. Lots of big eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so many oh. eyes. <laughs> she puts up one leg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Normally, mm-hmm. uh, I will. I think I will give this to you for free. Normally, this would not work. Okay. Uh, because not every spider is intrinsically connected with the spider queen. Yes. But in this particular case, because you are in her lair, because she has brought you here, mm-hmm. is clearly trying to affect you. You, as a spider, glean a whole bunch of information. Ooh, okay. I will go ahead and just give you for free. You immediately recognize that what those spiders were doing, if you had not already clocked this, what those spiders were doing was, in this realm, what manifested as the infection that Amadi was experiencing on the other realm. And that this is the process by which people become faceless ones. And I think you also intrinsic, I think you also intrinsically know that it is not, it is not like an inherent, like, oh, you have to get stabbed by another faceless one. It is possible to contact the spider queen directly, even potentially by not meaning to. Mm. But once one does, sort of their dream form is drawn into this nightmare and begins the transformation. Okay. And I think even as you as you gain this connection, you start to feel that there are quite a few, like, we already have established there are very, very many. Mm-hmm. But I think one of them, as you're, like, reaching through, as you're, like, touching the, the web floor and sort of feeling the vibrations, you can hear the howls, screams, shrieks, and cries of what sound like it could be thousands, if not potentially even millions, of voices. Mm-hmm. And in that, you actually and here, here's what I'll say: roll a roll a perception check or an insight check, whichever is better for Juji. I think they're the same. So uh, no, oh, never mind. She's not very perceptive, actually. Oh, okay. Well, roll the insight. She's the most perceptive of us, but still not very perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why am I dealing with advantage? Ignore me. Wait, 
Okay, that's all right. That's 16. Okay, with a 16, you can hear the faintest, it's like it's the end of a scream, as if it's just ending, which is interesting because all the other ones are continuous, Mm. as far as you can tell. The one scream that has ended, though, is the same scream that you heard in the throne room when Muti destroyed the automaton. It's like the end of that scream, as if the screaming has stopped, finally. And you just catch the very, you just caught the very end of it as the vibrations were like traveling throughout this web Ooh, network. Okay. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> <laughs> feeling around. I think she'll try and lead people to where that scream came from, if that's okay. But everyone, she'll look to around like. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, uh, of course. I don't know. If that's <laughs> after you. <laughs> I don't know if that's the same direction that the Spider Queen was trying to lead us into, but you can. I feel like it's in the. It's like on the way, okay. and as you're like traveling and feeling this like brushing up against you, you can. And it happens like less and less frequently as you get closer to the light source. But you can just like catch little glimpses of like, oh, the webs part, the web mist parts, and you can see like you know a glimpse, a catch a glimpse of a spider's skittling by or skittering by, and you see like a bundle there, and you. I will say, I'll let you go ahead since you are a spider and you're on this web. Mm. I think you may even have web sense, which I know some spiders do where they can like sense stuff on webs. But you, I'll just give you anyway, you travel through and you see, you catch a glimpse roughly of where you think it was. And as you look, as you, I think everybody can see as like the smoke part or the the fog parts. And you can see through, because Juji is clearly looking in that direction. There is a bundle that appears to have been emptied. And you can see the shattered remains of a mask on the ground in front of it. Mm-hmm. I do have web sense, yes. There you go. Cool. So there's a mask on the floor where... So somebody basically has risen from this state. Or, or disappears. Oh, or been okay. either... Uh, or been destroyed <laughs> or been freed or whatever. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I lead you guys up to this. Right. Mm. Yeah, you guys can absolutely like sort of crawl through. The mists are still like swirling around you, and you get the sense that if you stay here long enough, eventually all of this is going to be obscured. But you can absolutely have a chance to to gaze at this shattered mask and the empty cocoon on the wall. Does it look like? Are there any signs of it having been sort of broken out from the inside, or anything leading from it that appears to indicate that whatever was in it has? Roll an investigation check. Oh, hell yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yes. Okay. 23. Yes. Shut up. Yes. In fact, it does appear that something, it doesn't look like something cracked. It looked like it burst out. And it looks like that is why, like, you can see pieces of the mask have been blown, like, a a bit, like, a ways away. The the big chunks are still, like, roughly in front of it. And it also looks like the cocoon was, like, blasted open. Okay. And there's nothing sort of leaving. You see no evidence of anybody. Yeah, you see no evidence of anybody having left it. And all around, all of the moving creatures that are around are still spiders, apart from us. Yes. However, I will say, you don't get the impression that those spiders, like a spider is what burst out of that. Okay. 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 So it's... Okay. Mm. So with the web sense, I can sense the location of any other creature in contact with the same web. So mm-hmm. there's no, I can feel all of us and a bunch of other spiders. I can't feel anything bigger. This will be an Arcana check. Roll me an Arcana check. Arcana, you mm-hmm. say? Yes. Alrighty then. <laughs> I'm going to go with all rolling. 
not so reliable. That's a 10. Mm. Okay. I'm trying to think of a way that I could assist them. But I mean, you could, yeah. I, if, mm. I would allow somebody to give help on the Arcana check if they wanted to, just because, I, Mamuti in particular, because you have studied a lot of stuff about Wagadu. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I'll, uh, try, I'll try and just, uh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'm on. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah much better. better. Yeah, 18. Okay. Yeah. With an 18, you... I would say you get the impression that the you can sense through the golden threads of the web that there the golden threads appear to have be like bits and pieces of the actual like Wagadu memory web that have been woven in and are connected to these individual people and so you can sense like the presence of so many people here you also sense that like you're not in direct contact with the with the golden webs but you get the sense that like it the, you can't feel the spider queen through these but you're guessing that she may be connected through those golden ones and i think the other thing with an 18 arcana i will say that you feel the la- what what i think you interpret what your spidery brain interprets as the vibrations that translate as like the last vestiges of that scream mm. turning into what you would guess is a laugh of joy or relief vibrating through the golden threads that are right in that you see you had been connected to that cocoon Okay. Mm. I guess to, I'll try and convey it the best I can. <laughs> yeah. Just like pointing to the to the golden webs, just like trouble at the old mill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess she'll just keep that in mind to tell them when she turns back. But for now, I think it is you know pretty helpful to be in this form. Yes, mm. and it's not a sinister mm. laugh, by the way. It's like the screams okay. turn into a laugh. Just like, like maybe relieved <laughs> to be out of. Yeah. That. Did you ever see Breaking Bad? Yes. Remember when Jesse's in the car, final episode, and he's no. that's it's no. the, I watched the first season. It's not a it's not a big spoiler. No. And he's just the final he just, episode. He's just, <laughs> he's just screaming and laughing. Uh, okay. It's that. Okay, okay, okay. Well he may not mean he may not remain that way. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes for all of you too. <laughs> not you as people, but if, if if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, it's possible that he does die. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I guess. Is there anything else that I can take us to, to look at? Or, or is this... No, I think at this point the mists have really started to roll in. Okay, yeah. I'll start leading people away and I'll start... And I'll be trying to kind of... I assume that I have, like, power over webs in some... In some I don't know. Way I'm a spider. I can stop them from enclosing around my friends. Maybe you can't. You cannot stop the mists. All right. I think that like those are absolute. Like you can't stop them from moving in. The mists are to the point where it's like it's getting hard to see even where you are. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's getting more and more obscured. You imagine that like more and more and uh, more and more spiders are spinning webs. Yeah. And the more spiders spin, the thicker the fog gets. Okay. To the point where she's basically trying to herd you in that specific direction. Okay. I will lead everyone off. Should we all stay in contact? Contact, just so that way we know if someone is sort of, you know... I can give you my number. Uh, <laughs> very thank Yes, of course, we'll do that afterwards, after we survive. I reach now. I do your leg. <laughs> Great golden eyed Greer. Just Morty is fine. Just perhaps, perhaps you could do your, that, that diplomacy thing you do. With the, with the spider queen? Yes. Hey, Spider Queen, any chance we could just sort of <laughs> knock this all off and we'll all just... When we get there... Oh, we have to go... Yes, I think she can honestly hear us. I don't That's why I'm whispering. Good idea. Why didn't, why didn't I think of that, hey? Excellent voice. 
we'll, uh, I'll talk to her when we get there. Great. And I'll just diplomacy our way out of this. Okay, okay perfect. Moti goes into his bag, gets out some palm wine, and just chugs. <laughs> just absolutely chugs some palm wine. That has a buzz. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm feeling pretty good, actually. <laughs> I actually love this plan. Yes. And as you are, like, walking through, you start to notice that, like, I don't even, I don't even think it registered because it was something that sort of, like, had when you were waking up, it's as if like a frog is in boiling water, and, it, and the frog doesn't even realize if you turn up the heat of the water slowly enough. You were in like a really like oppressive atmosphere, like as you're moving mm-hmm. towards the light. Mm-hmm. It was like dark pain, bitterness. Like, and as you're like moving closer towards this light, it's kind of like, oh, it's feeling a little, feel a little lighter, feel a little freer. Mm-hmm. Got some nice airflow. Uh, really, really. So it feels like open in here, not a, not an enclosed space. And as you move closer and closer, and the mist begins to part, you catch a familiar sight: the sight of the mahogany tree. You are standing upon one of its massive branches. This is the first time that Muti has been here. This is, I believe, the second time for at least yeah. or almost everybody else, except for Juji. Mm-hmm. You are standing on the mahogany tree. Juji does a Grandpa Simpson just bop, 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 bop. <laughs> As you go to leave, Juji, you hear, oh, not so fast. Oh. What is that? <laughs> and behind you, invisible against the bark, fluttering into view is a chameleon spirit. You can see like the markings and cracks and scales. There are little glows in between them and it's just perched on the side. It had turned to the point where it was almost completely invisible to anyone who was trying to see. Just And it's looking at you, Juji, with one eye as it looks at the rest of you and it says, it's taken you so long just to get back here. It would be a shame to leave again. Feeling more confident in like the not Juji body, she like squares up to it, like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, no, she'll walk up to it. Juji, I will say that this chameleon can speak spider. Uh, cool. <laughs> for purposes, in fact, roll me an insight check on this chameleon. Yeah, why not? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty-four. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was a 17. Oh, I didn't see the. You, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were like, damn you and your rolls. Yuji, <laughs> with a 24. Yes. This chameleon is exactly as you remember it, which is kind of suspicious mm. because I think Yuji knows enough to know that memories are not always to be trusted. Mm. It appears that this someone has reproduced this chameleon uh. from exactly your memories. And so this may not be the real the real McCoy, so okay, to speak. Okay, okay. Yeah. And the chameleon looks at you, and you hear the voice, you were never going to be able to stay away forever. You know, you're going to have to confront it sometime. Why not now? Okay, so I know that this is like, a, uh, a shoddy remake of my original trauma. <laughs> yeah. Do I get the sense that this is the Spider Queen trying to, like, put me off? I would say with a 24, yeah. I would say this is, okay. like, this is the Spider Queen having identified what your weakness is. Okay. And she is trying to play on that mm-hmm. in order to, who knows what the end goal is, but it's probably not positive. Okay. 
then Juji is going to just like look at the chameleon, look back at the others, and then it's going to just crawl directly over the top of the chameleon, <laughs> 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 and then carry on up the tree. <laughs> okay. Um, As uh, does everybody else follow? Like, what are you doing? Climbing the tree. We should climb the tree. I mean, I guess. Like, I, what? Follow Juji. Follow Juji. Is there a way we're supposed to be going? <laughs> Juji, I will say you, as you're climbing, know the way. Not like it's like, oh, you have to go this way. It's because you've climbed this before. Mm. You know, tell me, when Juji likes to climb this tree, Mm. what what, what is a spot that she normally likes to climb to on this tree? I believe it's probably like a little bit of like an indent, like a little ways up that she can just kind of pitch on and just kind of like take in like, like the view, like like a little bit further down, like it's just a nice little like rest stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's that's one of her favorite parts. All right. And that's where you're headed? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do the rest of you follow? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm right behind you. Yeah, I'll, I won't make you roll any checks to climb this tree. The branches are very spread out. This tree is gigantic. The trunk is huge. The branches are thick enough to walk on. So you're essentially grabbing onto huge crags in the bark and just like climbing this tree. I do offer you like a web out of my butt. So if you guys want to like climb up after me. I will politely decline. Yes. <laughs> I'm, you're not I'm so politely totally pro butt web. Uh, you, you, like makes a little hammock. Um, <laughs> as as the rest of you are like climbing past the chameleon, you just see its eye. The chameleon like disappears, except for its eyes, which still follow you. Just as you're walking up, uh, like you could just see the eye. <laughs> and following each of you as you walk up. I'm just gonna give it like an awkward nod. Juji, you reach that knot, that indent in the tree, and you look out at the beauty of what you expect to be Wagadu, but then your brain like, oh, no, 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 this is, this is, we're back in the upper realms. We're back in the upper realms. It's that same mahogany tree. Because I think this is something that we haven't quite underlined, but when Juji lived in the upper realms, she lived in a mahogany tree. What? And then when she fell, what? she lived in what Wait. she thought was the same what? mahogany tree, which I think you start to realize in this moment that it's like, Oh, dang. Muti would probably have heard this. There are times when major civilizations, events, possibly beings or entities can be reflected in Wagadu from the upper realms, or perhaps in the upper realms from Wagadu. It's all—it's never a one-to-one, but there's often a relation. Mm. And it's entirely possible that this tree, which Juji, and I believe Muti would have heard this, and Abawade might have heard, the, the Amere have, a, have numerous deities, many of whom are nature deities, mm. and some of the ones that they, some of the, well, some of the beings they worship, among them is a mahogany tree. And so it's entirely possible that this mahogany tree that Juji is remembering was either she believed it to be or it actually was some kind of like avatar or representation of the deity, the great mahogany tree that a Mary worship in general. Mm. <sighs> yes. And you look out at the beauty of the upper realms. I would argue no less beautiful than Wagadu, though perhaps slightly less fantastical. And you look, and I think in this moment as well, as like you're looking up at Juji, there's a real Captain Jack at the beginning of, of Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, when he's got the, ha, ah, 
like wind in his hair. The music swells. Juji looks. Uh, Juji may be a spider, but she yeah. looks, I was going to say. Right. She looks, I, I think at this point I'll turn back. Juji <laughs> turns. She looks majestic. Uh, with out. eyeliner and a bottle of rum. <laughs> That's really impressive, Juji. <laughs> Just standing, like gazing out. There's like a, I would say there's a regalness and a confidence to Juji in this moment that the rest of you are seeing that you have never glimpsed. Juji, certainly a very capable person, not necessarily the most secure person in the world. And there's like there's a sense of like self-assuredness as Juji gazes out. It's the beauty of this place. Juji, as Mooty's struggling to climb up. She'll you, give uh, you a hand. <laughs> ah, thank you. Have you, have you been here before? You seemed to have a understanding of this place? Uh, yes. Yes, I believe so. Um, I'm aware that this is where I was originally. Yeah, I think it's like, sort of like a, I think your mind is kind of like, whoa, I'm kind of in two places at once. There's a weird sense of deja vu. But I think also in this moment, you start to get in the back of your mind like, oh wait, no, I remember this exact scene. And as you are looking out, Mm -hmm. the rest of you also hear this, echoing through the mist of the jungle below. You hear, sister, sister, are you there? Hello? Robo! Come down from your treehouse, sister! Robo, it's not a treehouse. I've told you this before. What are you doing here, anyway? Sister, I've come to collect you. The time has come for you to quit this charade. Can we please talk in person? Do I need to come up there? No, I don't want you up here. She will, yeah, she'll start coming down the tree and mm-hmm. she'll like land in front of him. Yeah, Juji is able to descend this tree incredibly quickly. Mm-hmm. You can see Juji just straight oh, poop, poop, and starts like parkouring down this tree. <laughs> and the rest of it's like, you're free to follow we by all means attempt if you wish to. to. Follow? Is this yeah. real? Is this real? I don't know what's real or what's not real, but let's follow this. Uh, as you descend, you can see Juji. Do you think Juji would have stayed perched on like part of the tree looking down at Ropa or do you think she would have come all the way down? I think she would have come all the way down. Yeah, I don't think she wants to kind of put a uh, like sense of like she's above him or anything. She's she mm-hmm. equal footing. I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Juji is you. You see Juji standing there across from another Blue Mamere, a male Blue Mamere. He is in contrast to Juji, who has like a lot of bright and like whoa, crazy out there colors. His actually looks more like, his markings look more like an actual constellation, like an ordered, like very, as opposed to Juju, who's got like nebulas and explosions and all sorts of crazy space phenomena. This is like, the stars are ordered in a very specific way. <laughs> As a map to tell us exactly where we need to go at any time. And I think you get the sense that like, they, these may even be enchanted, like as the stars shift, as the night sky shifts, you might even be able to use these, like they may shift as well to reflect it. So you might be able to still use them as a map. But this guy is standing there, another blue mamere. He's also very tall. It looks like you just come from a real tall family, but he's also quite tall and thin. Uh, standing there with his hands sort of clasped behind his back looking at Juji and says, Now, sister, I appreciate that you felt the need to strike out on your own and uh, don't know what this is. Get close to nature, live as a, a wild woman for a few years. <laughs> you, you having fun with this? Well, no, I'm not having fun with this at all. I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation, Juji. The fact that you've disappeared has brought nothing but shame 
on our family. Mother and father are beside themselves. Mother's on the, on the verge of, of disowning you. Juji, I've come here to bring you back, to save your, you and, more importantly, our family, the embarrassment of having one of the Osei's, the Osei line, the heir of the Osei line, leaving, heading out into the jungle to live wild with the plants and with the trees and the animals. Well, if it's that much of an embarrassment, Robo, then why don't I just stay out here? Make it easier for all of you. You'd like that, wouldn't you? I I would, You'd like to just abandon us. Something about, you abandoned me years ago. None of you ever paid any mind to me. You just thought I was just an embarrassment even when I was there. You were an embarrassment. But that doesn't mean you don't need to still try. Look, even a stop clock is right twice a day. We we can salvage something from you, Juji. If you come back, we can work with you. We have tutors. You just never applied yourself properly. I don't need you to salvage me. I'm fine the way I am. I'm fine. This is... uh, You don't know what I can do out here. This is power that you you know nothing about. And it's perfectly valid. And and, and I'm... You know what? I'm doing well out here. And I, I do not want to come back with you. I won't come back with you. Juji, you act like you have a choice. There is a responsibility that we, as Osei's, bear to ourselves, to our ancestors, and to our community. It is your responsibility to come back and take your place. Well, I guess you'll have to drag me kicking and screaming. I had hoped it wouldn't come to this. And as he say, yeah, as the rest of you, the you <laughs> Avengers style, we just slide behind Juji. Just like, try it. <laughs> I'm saying, as you're in this moment, as you're in this moment, it doesn't even feel weird that you're pregnant. Because I think as you look back, you could have sworn for a second that these weren't Ref and Muti and Abawade. These are other faces of people that you, just for the first time, are beginning to remember. Friends that you had, that you had gathered in the upper realms. Familiar faces as you're looking around. And just as in the upper realms, they have come to help you. But unlike in the upper realms, as, as Robo shakes his head, he sighs and says, Well... I suppose I should have expected I should have to deal with at least one temper tantrum. You never did want to grow up, did you, sister? And as you hear that, you hear underneath that the voice of, You never did want to grow up, did you, sister? And as Ropo says this, you see eight legs emerging from his back. More eyes begin to appear around the sides of his head. And as he begins to, like, rise up on the the hind legs, spiders come rushing out of the brush towards you all. Oh. I'm going to need you all to roll the mission. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, my God. After you. <laughs> Am I still coked up? Or whatever it is you get me. <laughs> oh, yes. You barely got to use it. You are absolutely still coked up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. I might not be the exact right phrase, but you know what I mean. <laughs> we got you. Okay. Did anybody get from a 20 to 25? 
No. Okay. Oh, Jeremy. No. <laughs> I haven't said it in a while. 15 and 20. Anybody from 15 to 20? Yes, Jeremy. <laughs> I got a 17. 17. Yes, yes Jeremy. 17. Also a 17. Go. Oh, okay. You go before me. I have no decks. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. I have no decks either. Oh. Uh, oh, what's, what's your score? I have, a, well, I have a plus one to initiative. A plus okay. one? What do you have? I have zero. Plus zero. zero. Okay. No. Wow. Yeah, I'll just let okay. you go first. Okay. okay, so 17 for a T, 17 for Juji. Anybody from a 10 to a 15? 12. 12 <laughs> for Ref. Okay. You okay? <laughs> okay. I'm always in a tough spot, you know? Yeah. He's processing things. Bring it up. Hey, guys. got a six. Okay. We're, we work on the same initiative. Yeah, so Yim is there with you. I yeah, he is just like, come on. I'm like holding onto like, his springs and like yeah, sort of dangling. Yeah, like turned his paws into pythons. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> down. <laughs> okay, so first up are going to be the spiders. I'm going to roll Good. a d6, see how many spiders arrive. Oh. You're in luck. Only one manages to reach you on the first round. All right. This spider is going to come rushing up towards Juji, who is the closest, and is going to make an attack. Do it! Juji, you, your AC is now at 18, but unfortunately this got a dirty 20. Uh, my um, AC is actually a 21 because of my shield. Oh. Hey. Oh. Juji, this thing comes running up, rears back to bite you, and you just shield. <laughs> the 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 fangs scrape against the wood of the shield and the ivory, and it cannot get through. It only has one attack. That CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. That is now going to be Mooty's turn. Hey, yo. I am going to... So, your best friend turned into a, into a spider, and yes. I think that I am going to need it to make a charisma saving throw. Um, I will look towards this, towards this creature and say, your cheap imitations of our past trauma will have no sway here. And I'll need you to, yeah, roll a charisma saving throw. It's a 19. But some sway, <laughs> <laughs> just a minor, like a little bit of sway. Uh, I appreciate the words. Uh, <laughs> Robo is just like, your friends are pathetic. <gasps> you really want to stay out here. Come on. Mooty, you got any bonus actions? Oh, I could have bonus actioned to... Mm, that's really annoying because I could use unsettling words. I did not remember. I will remember. Okay, I will. Yes, bonus action. I will turn around to Juji and say, you have come through worse. You will go through worse. Do not let these this trickery have any effect on you and who you are, Juji. It's 
you are an impressive person. And you can have a bardic inspiration, so Here. go ahead. I'll give you a D8. Oh, hey, got that what D8. is this? Yeah, this is not what good. Is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it would be good to have some battle appropriate lighting in this moment. This might be too intense. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, yeah, 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 we got too dark in that moment. Teething Here we are. Dead. Now it is Juji's turn. All right, with this encouragement from Mooty, I think Juji is currently shroud back where she was before and I think she is striding straight past the spider even if it wants to take an opportunity attack on her. Okay. Yeah. Didn't matter. Go ahead. Keep Six. walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she walks straight up to her brother and she is going to cast just double checking how this yeah. She's going to try and cast a fourth level inflict wounds. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Oh, baby! Roll an fourth attack! Fourth level. Yeah. Yikes. Fourth level. I'm going to use my inspiration that you got me for some silly pun. Hey. So we'll see how that works. And Swamping, then... I, I welcome. <laughs> Womp me, please. Believe. I'll try for you, Jeremy. And yeah, as Juji walks up to him, I think you... If you can see her, or like even from behind, you can probably like see that like there's nothing. Usually, she has like a kind of jovial nature about her. Everything she does is kind of like bouncy, but she's just fully like staring her target down. Come on! Come on! Come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, I knew it was coming. Oh, this is her brother. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Roll. Okay, so level ten, four d ten, five d ten, six d ten, twelve d tens. Roll twelve d tens of damage. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What? 12 D10s. Does anybody have D10s yeah. that can donate to this effort? Yeah, yeah. This is insane. I've got a D10 on a percentile. Yeah, let me make... Because it's 3 D10s at level 1, 4 D10s at 4th level, or 2nd level, 5 D10s at 3rd level, 6 D10s at 4th level, double to 12. Wow. 12 D10s. <laughs> that is a strong first blood there. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's a long and a half. Oh my goodness. Alrighty then. Oh god. Wow. <laughs> right, that is six. Wait, nine. Nine, three. Oh god, I need help. Nine. Nine plus three oh, is god. twelve. Yeah, I got Thank this. you. Eight. Is that a 20 so far? 20. Yep. That's a 10. Uh, <laughs> That's a 10. <laughs> 40. 47. 47. 48. 49. 49. Uh, uh. 56, 56, 59, and then, oh my words, 68, 75, 75, what's up, Get what? <laughs> I think it's not even a moment of like, oh wow, all the joviality is gone. This is like Goku going ultra instinct. <laughs> Like the, the music, the bum, 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 as Juji is just striding forward with this this incredible rage yeah. that has risen up. The, you see, you start to see necrotic energy cloud around her hands to the point where, like, it, either you see her fingertips start to like look desiccated, and the, the the soles of her feet, like you can see from the sides, look desiccated as well. The ground beneath her starts to just straight up rot as she walks towards this guy, and there is power now, like. Arcing. Like you can see it arcing from the explosions on 
her arms, like all into the markings, to the point where they all start to turn black. And as she reaches forward, it's as though she becomes like a full-on black hole of energy that consumes <laughs> Robo entirely. Uh, this is like... <laughs> there is, it is like... There is energy arcing out from Juji's body that is like the area around. You can start to... It's like... In fact, you don't even hear anything. All the sound is being drawn into this. Like, your eardrums start to pop. You're just like... <laughs> you can see the tree behind you starts to even blacken as Juji is just like unleashing Robo. You can't hear him, but you see his face just like as he is completely desiccated into a husk, blown away, annihilated from the face of the earth, the entire area surrounding you for like, it's like a good 60 foot radius is just jacked up. And Juji, I, I think Juji's left standing there and she's just like, that is what true power is. Mooty backs away. <laughs> <laughs> I think turns around to you, th- you two and just goes, are we sure the spider queen's the one we all have to go? <laughs> <laughs> I, that was really cool, Juji. How are you doing? Ah, ah, no, no. I think she starts going into like a full panic attack. <laughs> Can I go over and? and... <laughs> I want to. I want to grab her shoulder. <laughs> As you're grabbing Juji's shoulders, you can absolutely, I mean, I don't know if you actually do, but as you go to, you can see the necrosis, like, traveling up her arms and legs just going over her body. Juji, this is a very familiar feeling to you. What does Juji say in this moment as you can see that same, you've had that same familiar feeling, that same flash, the sudden knowledge that, like, Look, your brother was a dick and absolutely deserved to get got. This is like, this is another level. This is overkill. He is gone. And also, I think as you look up, you can see the tree itself has been damaged by the incredible outburst that you've just had. What does Juji say in this moment? I think if the others are like hesitating to come towards us, she'll just kind of like look over her shoulder at them and she'll just be like, I'm so sorry. I don't deserve any of you. I'm really sorry. I think, just that Jeremy, that's where mm. things yeah. appear. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's at this point that as, as she says, I don't deserve no! any of you, you guys see traveling all over her body as you assumes the form no! of the wither. No. <laughs> I don't know when Shamini called it, but Shamini is... I called it a while ago. No, no, no. I, I, I could see it in your eyes. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Was it after the vision that she had a few episodes ago when you were like, I have a theory? <laughs> I was uh, very satisfied. I was yes. very happy. Uh, Juji is standing there no! as the withered wolf. No! I wasn't here for that. <laughs> that was a whole uh, thing. There's a withered woman. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, the air around you is chilling. Bad, but, you, know. you hear that same, like... <laughs> Uh, sound is like air is drawn towards her. Juji is terrifying. Imagine imagine if Yzma from the Emperor's New Groove went Super Saiyan. Icon. Scary beyond all reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just truly scary. Beyond. scary Maybe that's too silly, but imagine if that was a real person. No, for real, yeah. <laughs> horrifying. And you see Juji standing there in this form. And I think you now hear the voice of the chameleon. Now, Juji. You did this. You did this to your brother. You did this to your friends. 
And I think as you guys are looking, you can see lying around you, like almost as a spectral form, the partly desiccated bodies of who you immediately connect to be Juji's friends. Oh, no. If you had just controlled your power, this never would have happened. But you can't control your power, can you, Juji? It's because, Juji, you may have power, but strength isn't power. Strength is controlling your power. And you're weak. You've always been weak. You couldn't keep yourself from killing your brother. You couldn't keep yourself from killing your friends. You couldn't even keep yourself from hurting the very deity that gave you shelter. And you see the eye swivels over to the tree again. I, I don't think Juju's going to say anything. I think yeah. she's just she's just shaking on uh, the ground. Yeah, so you carry could on. I, uh, I would like to, Jeremy, if I may, cast at third level. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Major Image centered on us. Mm-hmm. And the kind of spectral forms of Juju's friends and Juju's brother, I'm going to have them like stand back up and I'm going to look at Juji whilst trying desperately to compose myself and being like, Juji, if you're still in there, hear me say this. True power is understanding that you can affect the world around you, as you may have done all this time ago. But you have the power to make sure this doesn't happen to anyone ever again. And I'll sort of have the the friends and like family come a little bit closer and sort of like put a hand on you and be like, their memory, their loss doesn't have to be for anything if you become one of the heroes who saves Wagadu. Uh, trust me, we've all been in situations and done things that we can never hope to rectify. But through the right actions, we can recover. We will recover. And this creature, this spider queen, is preying on all of us, trying to show us the worst parts of ourselves. So let us, your friends, show you the best parts of you. Because the only reason that we're here and trying to save Wagadu is because of you, Jujiose. Because of you. And I'll look to you two and be like, yes? We're not going to leave you, Juji. We're not. What if I hurt you? I, I, it's happened before, it could happen again. So, because I'm not strong enough, I'm not strong enough to contain anything. I, I, I can't, I take it from the earth and then I just explode it back out. And, with no regard for anything and... It's not good for you, it's not good for anyone. It's it's a terrible, terrible thing. You're not a terrible thing. Look at me! I think it's kind of dope, honestly. Like, you look cool. Like, it's scary, but like, in a cool, like, it's like, whoa, whoa, pretty, you know, I mean, it's pretty pretty rad, I think, honestly. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. I say this in, in, uh, pun fully intended, it's very metal. Yes, mm. extremely metal. Juji, we're all dangerous. Yeah. And the thing is, it's just, it's its not really a question of not hurting anyone. It's just more of a question of timing. Just wait until we're right next to the Spider Queen and then you can just go ham. Do whatever you like, you know, unleash, go for the full, you know, thing. 
That's, that, was, that was my plan anyway. And, you know, I, I have plenty of things that can hurt people. I think she looks to Abawade, who's the most kind of logical and like <laughs> not just doing it to like try and calm her down. Like, yeah, she'll look to you. You are very powerful and you are dangerous. But so are each of us. We all have power that we are afraid of. We all have sources of shame. But it seems to me we all have great care for one another as well. To me, that surpasses the importance of any danger. I will stay with you, Juji, as long as you will have me. I made a promise. I won't abandon you. I can't leave, but if I could, I would still stay. <laughs> she like will look down at her hands, which I'm hoping still aren't monkey hands. <laughs> <laughs> no longer monkey. Well, uh, that is over. We'll look down at like her withered body, and will slowly just kind of rise up to her full stature, and will just like smooth out her clothes. And nod. Okay. With that okay, I think the chameleon is like, you hear like a as if it just sends a, a wave through the, like a shock wave through the area. And the chameleon is like, partially like raped and you can see what look like spidery threads flowing in the breeze there is like another and the chameleon is shredded again the whole setting around you blown away and juji in this moment you begin to transform back into your original state but with the step that you've just made in accepting rather than fleeing the withered woman and trying to like suppress this side of yourself, the side of yourself that like re represents the power that you, and the insecurity that you've had your whole life, you're going to gain something. As a bonus action, you can, well, first of all, you can just in general, you have access now to the spell Chill Touch Ooh. using your wisdom modifier. Fun times. But. As a bonus action, you can transform into the Withered Woman for one minute. Uh, you gain the following benefits while transformed. You gain temporary hit points equal to 1d10 plus your character level. Once during each of your turns, and I'm going to send you this via oh, thank Discord. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said you just hop onto Discord. And I'm sending you right now. But once during each of your turns, when you hit a creature with an attack, you can deal extra necrotic damage equal to your proficiency bonus and force it to make a wisdom saving throw equal to your spell save DC. And if they fail, they are frightened of you until the end of your next turn. You are also now immune to the frightened condition. And while you are in this form specifically, while in this form, you gain access to the spell Chaos Bolt, which you can cast once without. It's a cool sorcerer spell. If it, you roll certain things on the dice, it can jump to another being. You can hit multiple people with it, potentially. Uh, you can cast once without expending a spell slot, and then further castings require spell slots. Okay, okay. Uh, and you can transform a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. Hell yeah. Okay, okay. 
Yeah. Facing trauma. <laughs> Becoming trauma. <laughs> so, as the environment is sort of like boosh, blown away, Juji, I think with the last of like your little vestiges of spider sense, mm-hmm. you feel a great displeasure emanating from the spider queen in this moment. Mm-hmm. It's sort of as it's being blown away. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think as, as she feels that, she'll kind of like look up and she'll be like, I hope you took a good look at that because you're next. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. We have smart Hulk now. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're like looking around, almost as if, almost as if, like it's being colored in, or no, it's like looking at an etch a sketch. That's how I will describe it. It's like looking at an etch a sketch drawing with like webbing being and filling in. You start to see a kind of familiar sight for three of you. Actually, you start to see what looks like the waiting area, like the sort of the locker room area of a wrestling arena forming around you. And you can see hanging from the wall uh, are all are actually a set of like wrappings that appear to be like used for fighters wrappings. You get that smell of sweat and maybe blood in some cases. The real like locker room vibe. You can hear what sounds like the roar of a crowd echoing in the arena itself. But you are all standing here. And Reth, I'm going to jump over to you. Reth, as you look around this place, immediately I think it it clicks in your mind. This is the arena that you used to compete in. This is absolutely the arena that you used to compete in. When, like, as you're looking at these wrappings, though, the wrappings, as you look at them, they seem to increase in size as they go. Like, they start actually quite small. And it looks as though even somebody had, like, wrapped them into the shape of a hand already and then just sort of, like, pinned them that way and left them hanging there, sort of like boxer's gloves. The first set looks incredibly small, like small enough to be for like a very small child. The next set is a little bit larger. And, I, and it, it, you tell me how you want, they, they basically increase in size. Do Would you like to interact with these in any way? If you do not wish to, that's absolutely fine. Okay. The rest of you see that there's like a series of 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 these these wrappings hanging, and I think those of you who notice, like who who are relatively insightful, it's not hard to tell. The last set looks like they're big enough to fit the current ref. In fact, the last couple of sets look like they are big enough to fit the current ref. And the very last set of things has blood on the knuckles. Are we all standing mm-hmm. there? Yeah, you're all kind of standing in this locker room area. Hmm. All she has to fight us with is our pasts. She will not succeed in hurting us what has been. We've come through it once, right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't have a few times, yeah. each other. Last time we came through it, mm-hmm. right? Is this one of one of yours? Certainly isn't mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take the Sound Rocky theme stars play. Yeah. <laughs> the universe. There's like a moody running. <laughs> <laughs> Children chasing I'm like, yay! Could be mine. You saw me in the ring before. <laughs> you were great. And she will come over and will like give your shoulders a squeeze. <laughs> she can't hurt me with this. No. No. We're right here. Right. Right here. Can we go into the ring? Yeah, absolutely. I want to walk through the 
As you're like walking through this surprisingly labyrinthine set of like locker rooms and there are ceremonial areas or baths where people, you know, will get washed off after the fight, healing rooms, people can go for medical attention. There's also ceremonial rooms where people, you know, before or after a fight can make sacrifices or in general, like prayers, thanking a spirit or entreating spirits or deities for help. There, you know, you can smell different oils and blood and sweat and different smells as you're traveling through. But as you're walking along, you start to catch glimpses, like apparitions. Some of these should not be here in general. The first one that you see looks like pitifully small, undernourished ref wearing the wearing the little child wrappings sort of looking out of a room looking out around with their with their big with their big eyes their big like antelope eyes <laughs> kind of looking around and then just sort of running off into another corridor the next one you see there's like a child ref running by with yams a little bit older now being chased by this big muscular <laughs> you get back here Hi, little yams as they're like running by. The next one, you hear, you can hear it before you see it. It sounds like somebody's hitting something. You hear the and the as you walk by, you can see a now slightly older ref, looks maybe around preteen age, beating against like a piece of meat while this wizened old swallow woman is like, that's right. Give me the old one too. Uh, <laughs> we have that. That's one of my class features. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I uh, nearly said take an inspiration, uh, Jeremy, but no, don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to be attacking meat. Advantage <laughs> <laughs> on attacks against meat. Yes. <laughs> the next one you see is like you can see Ref now wrestling somebody in one of the locker rooms. Much larger opponent. It looks like they're, they're maybe in like their first match. Ref, just clearly not as jacked as the current ref you know now, but like the beginnings of little baby muscles. Just like, ah! And then using the, the bigger person's leverage, just throw them to the ground. You hear from that room a crowd erupt. Be like, yeah! People like throwing calorie shells out, trying to make bets and stuff. You can, like, you see a succession of bigger and bigger victories that ref is fighting. And ref is getting bigger and bigger physically. Ref is obviously not a big person, but growing in stature and muscularity. You can tell there's a, a confidence and an assuredness that Ref has. And you can see through all of it, Tish is also there by the sidelines, shouting out advice, giving the Miyagi nod from time to time proudly <laughs> like when Ref gets a when Ref gets a big win. And as you as you pass by another room, the applause has died down. And instead what you hear inside is coughing. And Ref, you see that same scene that you you played through before, where Ref is leaning over a very frail-looking Tish, who is like, I, I don't think it's natural. I think it's a curse. I, I think we'd have to go to the person who cast it. I don't know who it is, though. Don't worry yourself. You've got your career. It will be fine. Just, just move on. And you can watch as that Ref, as this Ref walks past that room, that Ref sort of walks out and into this Ref. And you are back in that moment where you have lived your whole life fighting to survive, to overcome every obstacle that was set in front of you, knowing all along that there was an immense risk if you failed. There was a huge risk 
if you failed to survive on the streets, if you got, if you failed to steal to survive, because you're not just stealing for fun. These are you need these yams. It's it's such a huge risk if you can't win these matches. What if Tish doesn't want to train you anymore? This is your only shot. This as you continue to win, it starts to be like clout and and actual respect from the people around you. Now you're seen as like a legitimate, at least semi-respectable person. And now the one person who in your whole life who has been there for you, really your only true parental figure, has gotten sick. And you don't know who laid the curse. You don't know how to find them. All you know is that there's one person in this city who's the single most connected person in the underworld. And this is the only person who you can predict might actually know. And I will let you take over. What do what do they see Reth do as they sort of become this past Reth and start walking through what these corridors have stopped really looking like corridors and start looking more and more like the buildings of a city and the ground below you looks like the floor of a city as you're walking through. What do they see Reth do? So I'm walking through the streets and at first it's it's streets that I know really well and then I imagine that there's a like a house or a compound that she mm-hmm. yeah it's it's like it's very much like underneath much larger places of business and like different markets and oh, stuff like okay, she yeah, yeah. she doesn't have like a big prominent like hey everyone look at me it's very much like you get the sense that she might have quite a lot of influence over the yeah, various offices okay. and, and stuff that she's below but she is literally the okay, underworld okay. in this city and and so there's the the confident walk of like i own these streets into a place that is not hours at all but trying to maintain this this sort of confident walk into this sort of like almost enemy territory you know Yes, you pass large bodyguards who upon see they like stop you for a moment and they recognize like oh well absolutely come on in. <laughs> they look at you like going on here. Uh, walks in. <laughs> you can hear as Reth walks by like more and more guards, people sort of in shady quarters of the room, who knows what kind of dealings they're up to, into a back room that they're led into, and you can hear behind a screen that same screaming sound. You can see the silhouette of somebody clearly being tortured, possibly maimed. As this finishes, you see Fiza walk around. The rest of you, I don't think, have glimpsed Fiza, but Fiza is a sort of middle-aged-ish, like more 40s-ish swalla. And she walks around and says, well, 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 what brings you here? Thank you for seeing me. I have a problem that I wondered whether you could assist with. Problem. Go on. I can't promise my assistance, but I won't know if I don't know what the problem is. Someone has laid a curse on, you know, Tish? Yeah, I know Tish. I know everyone. I don't know who. I have no means of finding out who. I punch things, that's what I do, but you... Know things, know people, control things. That is correct, though I am not all-powerful. <laughs> a 
curse you say. That sounds like it might be a little bit dangerous for me and my people to get involved. I'm not here asking for favours. Huh? I understand you're a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. I will pay your fees. Right. It's not your money, really, that I want, though. It's You can keep your winnings. You've, you've done well in the ring. It's, it's not that that I want. It's... It's you. It's those fists you got. You see, those fists that are so good at punching people in the ring. I'm wondering how much more devastating would those fists be against an opponent who isn't a trained fighter? I'm a sports person. That's that's what I do. If if you want, if you want a a game a entertainment, I I could set something up. But it is a sport. And I'm giving you a sporting chance. I, as you said, am a businesswoman. And there are folks who owe me money. There are folks who try to oppose my interests. I would love to have someone as powerful and scary as you on my payroll. That if I need be, you can show up. You can... Crack a few heads, snap a few kneecaps, and maybe things will... You can grease the pipes a little bit. I, I just want to make a, a payment. I, I, I can give you something and... I'm telling you what the payment is. For how long? Well, how long do you think it's going to take to find this person what cursed your beloved mentor? How do I know you'll really be looking? You have my word. Cross my heart and hope to die. I will put my resources towards finding the person, the scoundrel, what cursed your mentor, as long as you work for me. We can even make a contract. Yes, a a, a contract, yeah. That you work for me, that you're mine, until such time as we have found the dastardly villain and you have put them to rights. How's that? I think I could do that. As as you're saying this, you can see this the version of like a contract in this case is essentially like more of a spiritual contract. They like start to, they, you can see like some of her, basically her accountants in the back start like <laughs> bringing forward the, the appropriate spices and ingredients, mixing everything together, incense, burning things that you essentially, Faiza holds out her hand, takes a little knife, makes a small incision, drips the blood into it, and she offers for you to do the same and holds out the knife to you. Taking the knife. Uh, a contract. So everything's everything's proper. Right, proper. And then they think of Tish and cut. I think the next thing that you see is like a series, a montage of ref attacking various people, intimidating various people. Some of the same images that you saw of the the larger man that actually had been chasing ref earlier, now older, is being threatened by a much stronger ref. And he's like, please, I promise I'll, I'll give you the money. And you can see ref. What emotions do they see in ref's eyes in this moment as they look down at this guy? 
I think through the work, Ref is certainly starting off trying to just be intimidating and not have to get to the punching point because that's <laughs> quite extreme and dangerous. But I think, I think Ref commits to the intimidation bit. Mm-hmm. Like they can perform in the ring. They can like play, you know, I'm so tough. And I think they do because that is absolutely what Pfizer wants. Mm-hmm. And it will work and it will work without people getting actually hurt. Mm-hmm. I think the question is whether they do a good enough job of hiding <laughs> that it's just that it's just a show that that, mm-hmm. that it it you know hurts inside. It's not what they want. Yeah, I think there may be a moment where like you even hear Pfizer's voice like now I'm doing everything I can to help you, but I hear that you're not out there doing everything you can to help me. I still don't have my money, do I? Intimidation tactics, what, you think I can't intimidate people? If I send you after someone, it's because they need to get got. They need to be sent a real message. No more half measures. And you see as things begin to, like, intensify. And let me ask you, how does Reth feel about this process as it does eventually begin to, uh, by necessity, essentially escalate to violence? I think from Reth's, if Reth was judging themselves, this is bad, they're doing bad things, they're hurting people, they don't want to be doing this, this isn't who they are. But every single time they, they quash it because they have to, because this is what t- Tish needs and losing her would be worse. They can't, they can't let that happen. So this is what they're going to do. Mm. I think the next thing that really stands out is a scene that we have played before to some degree, which is Ref having visited Tish again and looking down, you can see the various paraphernalia of like the Tish apparently had an incredible wrestling career in her own day over the walls, the trophies and so forth. And you can see Reth looking over a very frail Tish, still not healed. Curse still hasn't been lifted. And she's looking up at Reth and she's saying, I heard what you've been doing. It's not right, Reth. It's not, <laughs> it's not right. It's not the way I'll race you. Yeah, no, it's uh, pretty rubbish, but there we go. It's happening. I'm doing it. Don't, don't argue. Ref, you're a grown person now, and you can make your own choices. But I still care about you, and as such, I'll tell you, don't do this. You think you're doing it for me. I'm telling you right now, I don't want it. I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to, <coughs> I don't want you to sully your reputation, to stain your hands with blood like this, to ruin yourself for me. I'm doing it for me. And when you're better, then you can do whatever you like. You can, you can punish me. I will, I will do whatever you want once you are better. Ref, if this is the path you've chosen, when I get better, 
We won't be talking no more. I won't want to see you no more. You were my greatest student, Riff. And look what you've made of yourself. You just told me you're doing it for yourself. I didn't raise you to be selfish like this. I need you, though. Riff, you've had me your whole life. It's time to let me go. You need to stop making your own way in this world, and you can't do that by falling in with this lot. What, you think she's going to let you leave? You think she's going to let you leave after after you're done? You think that's it? We have a contract. We can go back to the way it was once you're better. Ref, you don't know what you're doing. What, you think she could make a new contract? She can't find something else you care about? What else is there? And at this, she kind of looks down and she says, I think you're going to have to decide that for yourself. What else is there that you care about, Reth, besides yourself? And as this happens, I think you start to reveal, I think you, not you, it, you know, not you start to reveal, but you start to see as the room sort of expands, the walls sort of move back into a large arena the large arena that you used to compete in. And as as Tish looks up at you with those, she doesn't really cry. She's not one who cries, but you can see the degree to which she is broken at, at what has happened here. And she just sort of rolls over, just coughing and hacking, roll, turns over away from you as if like a silent signal to trying to tell you to leave. Walking into the arena from the other side is Faiza, who looks at you and, is, and says, It's like I told you, Reth. You're mine until we find that person and what did that to your dearly departed mentor. Now, if you don't want to avenge her, well, <laughs> I don't know what kind of offspring protege you are. <laughs> but if you join with me, Reth, if you stick with me, I'll guarantee you we'll find them and we'll make them pay. Because really, Reth, what else are you good for? What else do you have? No, I'm done. The contract's done. It's gone. It's over. You, you didn't, you didn't hold up your end, so I'm out. Is that your choice, Reth? You're trying to back out on our contract. You said you haven't found anything, and now it's too late. So, so yeah, I'm done. I quit. Reth, let me tell you a little story. Some years ago, when I was a bit younger, when I was a younger woman, around your age, I thought about getting into the fighting business. Not myself, of course. You can see I'm not much of a physical specimen myself. But sponsoring fighters... Yeah. Having fighters that I pay, that when they win, I get a cut of the money and I promote them. Well, Rev, this is not the cleanest of businesses at the best of times. But when you're a low-level fighter, it's even more dirty. So you've got to cut some corners in order to make your way up. Well, I had a protege that I was trying to raise up. She had a fight. It was scheduled. 
against a young up-and-comer. And I, frankly, Rath, this up-and-comer was a better fighter than my fighter was. But I couldn't have my protege being a bust for me. So instead, I went to the trainer. And I asked the trainer. I said, look, if I give you X amount of money, will you have your protege throw this fight? And you know what they said? They spat in my face. And ref, I never forget a slight. So years later, after that fighter had quite a bit of success, I thought, might be a nice time to have a little bit of revenge. I thought, what if I contact a witch doctor, have him place a curse, see what happens. At the very least, I'll get my revenge on the one that was spat in my face. But as it turned out, I got more than I ever bargained for. So you know what, Ref? You said you wanted to end the contract. Let's end it. I'm the one that put the curse on your beloved Tish. I'm going to punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, no need to roll initiative. We will use the same initiatives as last time, okay. but we will start with you. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. straight up uh, hauling off. Because as you can see, like, as Ref just instinctively... <laughs> You can see. Not smart. You can see the same like. I'm so ready to be like Jeremy. Can I make an idiot? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straightening. I'm like no reds. Bad. Made bad life. You can see the same <laughs> spider legs burst out of Fiza's back as more spiders begin to emerge. Ref, we are back in combat. Ref, what would you like to do? Go ahead and make your attack rolls against Fiza as she's standing there. I would want to. Hit her in the face three times. Oh, that's absolutely yeah. fine, yes. Thrice. Thrice! The natural one. Okay, oh, that's going to miss. God, one of those was a, a teen. Okay, okay. <laughs> the other one was a 16. Okay, so rest first, for rest first punch, complete whiff. You see Fiza's uh, like spider legs twitch and like lurch her out of the way as Reth just Reth throws again, a lot closer this time. Last one catches her right in the solar plexus. Go ahead and roll damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is a thirteen damage. Nice. Okay, thirteen damage. You. Right in the right in the abdomen. Okay, after ref, that is going to be Abawade's turn. Oh, okay. yeah, good. All right then. Uh, yes, I suppose. Do a thing, Abawade. Do a thing. Do, do a thing. thing. I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to. I'm going to pull out my pistol. Ooh. I'm going to take a, a couple of shots, if you don't mind. Absolutely. This is the first time I think I've seen Abawade use the pistol, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a, powerful. First mm. one is a sixteen to hit. Sixteen hits. Second one is a 24 to hit. Absolutely hits. Okay, Take dog. Okay. That's... Eat him. Eat him. 26. Oh, what Immediately starts firing. 26 points of damage. Wow. And for, as my bonus action, I would like to <laughs> just <laughs> leap <laughs> with my frog's leg. <laughs> Um, Dear yeah, God. just sort of leap, I'd leap onto her shoulders and just sort of and squirt acid at her and like, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, 
Well, I'm gonna attempt to anyway. Yeah. Gross little froggy. Okay, that's a that's a eighteen to hit. Eighteen hits. Okay. <laughs> you can see oh, uh, can I have a, a D10 or two back? Of yes. course you can. Yes. <laughs> Abawadi just launches himself on these clawed frog legs across the arena. The the claws get coated in like this bubbling, hissing substance as he slashes down into the spider Fiza. What what monumental seven? Every little bit helps. Three or something around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Abawadi just went to town. It is now the spiders emerging. You guys see five spiders emerge in this moment uh, and immediately rush Reth and Abawade, swarming. A couple of them are going to make attacks against Reth. That one hits. That one does not hit, and I think Abawadi did the most damage. It is currently on, like practically on Faiza. So a couple we're gonna like sc- scuttle up and start biting at Abawade. I want to say spiders, by the way. We're talking like the size of like a Great Dane spiders uh, running on. Uh, Hi puppies. Ref, uh, by the way, when you get bitten, you take. You take eight piercing damage, and I'm going to need a Constitution saving throw. You good at that? Yeah, I am. 24. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely fine. Yeah, you're absolutely fine. Uh, No problem. What's your AC, Abawade? It's 17. Yeah, Yeah, two of them rolled 17s, and the other one rolled a natural 19s to 24. Uh, Abawade gets bitten three times. The first two do six plus six is 12 damage. Yeah, six plus six, 12 damage. The the third one does six more damage, so that's 18 18 damage damage in total. But I'm going to need you to make me three constitution saving throws. Three. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, that's an eleven. Not not good enough. Okay. Do I need to make it another? Set? Yeah, you need to make another. Okay, eleven. Oh, that that's twenty-four. That one's good. And that is fourteen. Okay, so our boy takes another three poison damage. You okay. saved two of them. Ow, again. For the fourth time. One additional ow. Yes. Uh, that is now going to be back. Oh, wait, so was that again? What was that against? That was the, the three of them were attacking you. They, they, what was the oh, damage? poison. Oh, I have advantage on poison saving throws. Oh, can, I take, yeah. can I take all of those again? again, again yeah, yeah. yeah. The, first, yeah. the first one with the... Okay, okay, that's still in now. 13. Good uh, enough. No, okay. no, not good enough. Sorry. 13 is not good enough. Okay, that's a four. That was a terrible. Yeah. Any other one succeeded anyway. So you still take the three. Still take the three. But yeah, yeah Abawade and Rep are just getting swarmed by these spiders. But before they get to act, it is going to be Spidery Fiza's turn. Finally, what are the bad guys? You can do something. You don't have to. Yeah, like you just leave it. It's your choice. It's actually up to you. I felt it would be a nice little, a nice little thing. Abawade and Rep are both here. She's going to ignore Abawade and. And extending from her mouth, like as she sort of leans her throat back, oh. extending oh. Her, her mouth are two spidery mandibles, fangs dripping with venom. She's going to lurch forward and try and bite Ref. That is going to be a hit. That is that is five pier. Oh no, it is not. Yes, it's five piercing damage plus seven eight. Eight necrotic damage. And you see that as she like sinks her fangs into you, the the bullet wounds on her start to heal up a little bit. Oh damn it. That takes her down to only that much damage. And then she also is going to she like lurches forward with her legs, trying to like pierce you. And that's going to be 
a natural one. So she misses with the legs, but she <laughs> ref in this moment. I think in that with that venom, you get not just the sense of like, oh, I'm being envenomated. It's also it's 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 like the sense of, it's like death being injected into you and be and your life being drawn out of you. And I think in your mind you start to hear all of those like. This is all you're good for. This is all you're worth. You start to feel the weight of the choices that you have made in this moment. That is the end of Spidery Fize's turn. That is going to be Mooty's turn. Cool. I think I'm going to first of all say I was sort of hoping you'd have like a different bit for this one. You know, like you could mix it up somehow, but you're just doing the same leg out the back thing. We've seen it. We've seen it, you know, and I'm going to use unsettling words. Uh, So basically, Spidery Pfizer will now subtract D8 from their next saving throw, which I'm going to need right now as Mooty's like golden eyed wings kind of come up and begin to like flutter and then I think centered on this like mass that's happening let me just see if I think it is every creature so apologies gang <laughs> but I, it, it's fine it's, a pl- it's it's not a damage thing so it's fine mm. but I'll, uh, and I'm going to cast hypnotic pattern I probably I, if they're all being attacked they I probably get everyone you in get that? everybody cool you get uh, all five of the spiders so that's spider Pfizer and wisdom saving throws from all those folks okay. and I'm going to turn around to Juju and go get ready to grab them <laughs> she has advantage on saving throws against spells okay but she has a minus a d8 yes I rolled it it was one. Oh, come on sorry about that. Let's see though if it makes a difference. Well. <laughs> it didn't. She rolled a. Oh, bad. And she rolled real poor. Okay. Oh. Wisdom saving throw. She only rolled a seven. She is incapacitated. Has a sp- movement speed of zero. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, spiders. One group of spiders is fine. The other okay. group is. <laughs> yep. Mm, okay. I rolled four. Ref is out. Pretty, pretty, pretty pattern. Uh, Wisdom. Wisdom. Okay, that's a 13. Uh, not good enough. No. <laughs> Almost everyone there is a three spiders. My save is a 15, by the way. My save is a 15. Whoa. Yeah, they're all natural. Whoa. Oh, right. Whoa. It's yeah. well, you <laughs> no, no, no. In that case, Juju turns to spider. She's out. You know, it might help. I'll, I'll, I'll sort of like hover closer and just be like, we'll just take them out and then it'll be fine. It's, it's kind of like rest moment, though. It's out of like. <laughs> Look at them! Well, I, I'm pretty sure if Reth takes any kind of damage, Reth this will wake up. This is the happiest Reth's been. Uh, <laughs> finally at peace. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I should just double check. Look at the pretty Yeah. Yeah, if you use, you can wake Reth up. You can basically just little, uh, and uh, you'll Great, I'll go over and smack my friend. What are we just talking about? You don't have to hit them, it's fine. Hitting them's a choice. Yeah, Juji, are you going to go wake Reth up? Is it my turn? Yeah. Okie dokie. I wonder if this will, with your with your hypnotic pattern, mm. do, what are the effects for the people who are affected? They are incapacitated with a movement speed of zero. Interesting. Yeah. So it's I guess you pre- are conscious. You're just kind of like yeah, 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 staring at the yes. wings. Yeah. Basically, like the it, the it like sure. vibrates and it creates like an area where these kind of like golden like kind of eyes like like lion eyes are like kind of. Like intersecting in the in the space and kind of like golden eyed He's so great Uh, and golden. Jeremy, this might have been a bit too strong. Ref complimenting me. (laughs) (laughs) I should stop this now. Wait a minute. Is this a charm effect? Oh Oh, no. no. 
Is is mm. hypnotic pattern a charm effect? We just need Believes to check that out. So. I feel like it might be. Yeah. Let me check though. I'm Why? just Why? Charm to the duration. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't realize this in the moment. Fiza is immune to charm. Why? You <laughs> just paralyzed your friend. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Moochie! <laughs> yeah, sorry about that one, Moots. Moochie, do you right. want to revise that strategy? Oh, yes. I think this just reinforces what I was going to do anyway, okay. so that's all good. Uh, Juji is going to... Okay, I'm so, sorry, man. I'm so sorry. How are you all? Yeah, screw it. Spider Queen, let's go. Me and you. <laughs> Spiders and Pfizer, are they grouped together at all in any kind of Yeah, they're fashion? all... Like, Abawade okay. is like limp on top of Pfizer. Okay. As, as there are three spiders sort of clinging to Abawade that are um, still uh, still very much active, okay. to the two spiders next to Rath are just... Bleh. But they're all, like, right in a little bundle. Okay, well, they're in all that case, would you allow me to bonus action into, like, Rath's face? Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be an action, action to wake somebody up. I can also action myself, it turns out, on, oh? on my next turn. If, oh, okay. you, know, okay. you wouldn't know that, but if that metagamingly influences your decision... You know I can do that. Nah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> she will just waddle over and we'll just be like... That was it! That was your turn! Yeah. Very, very high pitch. I might actually turn around to Juju and say, actually, if you punch me really hard, I could probably just drop. She, she goes to walk over to... That to might be... Back to you. <laughs> that would like, I'm just wondering, that might be, you know... That might be, as well at this point. Yeah, exactly, yeah. honestly. It's only a, yeah, it's concentration. You can drop so. concentration at any point. You can, yeah, yeah. Your turn. Turn. Even out of my own turn? Yeah. I'm just say I'm just say you probably yeah. I won't let you drop it unless it's on your turn. But yeah, you okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you can lose it if it's That's what I mean. Yeah. If I take damage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I do think you can drop it like whenever. It's like a wild a wild card. But for now but, we'll just stick with the on your turn. Yeah, well Juju will go up and we'll wake Wrath up and then who's taking the most damage? <laughs> Me, actually, yeah. Then she'll give you a cheeky little bonus action healing word. It's quite all right. She was, she was like, she's mumbling to herself, like, I had the whole thing planned out, you know, I've just got this but it's fine. Don't worry, Juji, I haven't done anything. Oh. <laughs> Desperate to be involved. In <laughs> Don't even. Even cast on with. I can horn whip. E4 plus. <laughs> this one in here, no way, I've got time. A D4? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wrath is going to be up uh, next. Thank you. Oh, already? Oh, yep. Okay, no, that's fine. So that's D4 plus... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mochi just went. He put nine. Yeah, actually, nine. Thank you. Nine healing. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you, beautiful wings of joy. Oh, my God, now. Yeah, and then that was Gigi's action. I'm assuming would have taken her movement to walk up there, so she'll just stand. Yeah. Gigi's just kind of standing in the, ma- in the melee. Rest her. Okay. I think I'm going to sort of leap at Pfizer. What I kind of want to do is like punch and then a quick and a kick and then like a just sort of leaping on. Do you have to spend an action to end the effect on yourself? No, uh, still... Oh, you're right! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used my own. Please, attack it. Attack Pfizer. Yeah, you can absolutely jump at Pfizer. Okay, the first humor punch is good. It's a yeah. 30, uh, 23. Oh, 23 definitely hits, yeah. Four or nine points of damage. Okay. Ooh. And then I'm gonna try and kick it a kick. As okay. I come round all in one go, just miffed. Nah. Eleven. Eleven's not gonna do it. And then 
Ah, I've kind of lost it in here, but I have a feeling that I can... Bonus action. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to use a moxie point to bonus action grapple. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I can just roll as a normal attack. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not rolling strength, I'm rolling a normal attack, right? But yeah, I believe... Oh, no, in this particular... Let me see. Yeah, I believe normally it's an opposed thing, yeah. but with this one, it might actually be, yeah, that it's like an attack roll that That's you're making. I was thinking, yeah. At least yeah. one of your abilities is. Tell you what, I will, I will roll to tell you. Okay, she, with her strength score, the highest that she could have gotten was an 18. If you beat an 18, then you automatically have her grapple. Oh, you got that. Oh, no. Come on, you, you got, got it. Strength or with my attack is is athletics any worse than strength? It's pretty much the same, isn't it? Oh, it's more. Yeah. Yeah. Use more. athletics. I'll let you use athletics. Yep. That was an 18 on the, on the dice. Yeah, okay. No matter what. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Ref fully clinches her up and gets her in like a very tight yeah. hold. Fiza ain't going no worse. Yeah. Get her. Yeah. Awesome. Somebody come here. <laughs> Someone come here. Okay. Avalade is incapacitated. Do I, can I make it some kind of... I don't... Is there a... I'm afraid not. <laughs> There's no save, so I'm literally just... Um, I'm so sorry. If you take damage, you Wake up. I'll come help you. Yeah, uh, you see if Yeen yeah, can do Let me look at yeah, you. Yeah, can I come on? I don't suppose I can. Yeen can do it. Yeen might, might be able to act on his own. I think if you're incapacitated, then they will just take That's the attack. Yes. Yeah. Let me see. As soon as yeah, so. it's time for <laughs> he can take any action of his choice. Yeah, do whatever he wants. Okay. <laughs> <Thorn> whip him. <laughs> yeah. Like he can, yeah, he can yoink you out of there. Oh yeah, can he yeah. thorn whip with thorn whip? Yeah, can he thorn whip me? Yeah, and if you move out of an area without, if you move out without like moving willingly, then you won't get an opportunity attack either. Yeah, like they won't get an opportunity attack. Oh, amazing. Oh, great. Boom, that's perfect in this scenario. It really is. He just has to hit your AC. He gets a plus. I believe he used, didn't I say he used your spell attack bonus to hit? Okay, yeah. Please. If only he had it open, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had it open. <laughs> if only he had it open. He's <laughs> <laughs> not made it. Oh, oh one time! Oh, come on, you! Come on, you! Come on, you! Wait, you're incapacitated. He has advantage. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo! How can he miss? You're not moving. <laughs> Come I know, on, Yee, we're getting surely. together. Oh, well, he got to be to 16. He's just got to be to 16. He's got to be to 16. Oh. He, you get, he's okay. at least a plus five. Oh, yeah, no, 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 it's plus nine, so it's, yeah, there's 21. Yeah! So that'll do. Uh, that'll do. We'll just say it's a D8 of damage, because he does damage you a little bit, but yeah, we'll okay. say that also snaps you out of it, so he... <laughs> Pulls you out. Can we say that he like reels back and goes, oh, <laughs> <"Sticking> inspiration. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thank you, because I was feeling kind of low. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gets yoinked out of there. <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> and that is now the spider's turns. Okay. I think he takes his turn after you. So I don't have anything left in that. Yeah, term. I think he has to. It, okay, yeah, so he takes his turn immediately after yours. So okay, yeah, cool. So my, no more. No. But you're 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 out of you have reactions and stuff well. now at least. Yes. Yeah. 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 Now we're going to see how good that armor is because the three spiders that were attacking Abawade swapped to Juji. Which ones are asleep? Uh, the two that were attacking Ref. In fact, here's what we'll say. We'll say one attacks Ref. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. No, the no. other two attack Juji. No. <laughs> one hits. G1 gets through the armor, but the other one misses. You take 
You take three points of piercing damage. I need you to make me a, a constitution saving throw. I said con. It's tasty, tasty con. Has it been, is it still ten minutes since I was given my little bone? Oh, yeah. Probably been over ten minutes, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, thank you anyway. That's nothing. Six. <laughs> six. That's not good enough. Yeah, no. You take another six points really? of. Huh? So, how much was that? You took three at first and, and another then six. six. So, nine. 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 We are, we are back at the top of the round. Fiza is going all in on. Actually, Fiza is going to hearing the like ah oh, the spider thing ha ha ha. You couldn't do anything different. She's like, oh, you want something different? She's moving Rat. into phase two. Rat. I'm hugging her. You got yes. As you are holding her there, you see her face start to manifest, like start to transform into the face of Tish. And Tish's face looks at you, and she says, I never should have taken you in. And I need you to make me a <laughs> saving throw. Excuse me, Jeremy, this is this a spell? This is a spell. I will cast Counterspell, please. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, get something new. <laughs> <laughs> you get new to roll? Yeah. Will I cast this at fourth level? No, I will cast this at third level. So you have to roll. So I have to it's roll. DC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be, so this would be a DC 14. DC 14, and what do I add Charisma. to this? Charisma. Let's go. Oh, it's pretty good. Oh my gosh. What do I get to this? It's just straight plus, charisma? Plus four. Yeah. Plus straight, okay. Just had a rough day. A rough day. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go see if there's anyone outside who wants to take my seat. No! Uh, you do have inspiration. I have inspiration. Oh, 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 no. Oh, 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 o
it! Yes! Let's 2D10s. 2D10s, baby. 10! 10! 3! 13! Spidery Fies is not looking great after all of this. I imagine they're like glowing golden purple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like one's yeah, one gold, one purple, like spinning around yeah. each other and then yeah, impact. I love it. And then as a b- b- bonus action, I'm gonna look up to you, Reth, and go, this is your moment. Finish it. <laughs> and so have a bardic inspiration. So go yeah. ahead and take one. Yes! <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes! Juji, it is your turn! Okay, Juji is going to do her best and is going to try and cast a cheeky little. Just a, just pop in a first level guiding bolt on on Pfizer, hey. if pass, um, yeah. so that hopefully if it hits, it won't kill her, but it'll give whoever's next advantage. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Then she's gonna yeah, first level. Got this, you got this, you got this. Okay. No yeah. yeah, nineteen to hit. Nineteen definitely hits. Excellent Roll the four d six. Four d six. What a good spell. What a good spell. That is a great spell. It's a good spell. Oh wait, d six. Oh, D6, sorry, not D4. Oh, that's a lot. That's still good. Yeah. 18. That's good, that's good. 17, right? No, 18, 18. Oh, 18. Yeah, no, you're right. I imagine... I can't count. I imagine now that you've, like, accepted accepted the Withered Woman, like, your attacks are, like, filled with, like, black necrotic energy as well as, like, the glowing, like, starlight. Twist. Yes, absolutely blasts into Fiza. Fiza, like, literally part of her head caves in and looks like it's, like, a withered husk. Like, the you found, like... Uh, a dead, like uh, a dead, a shed tarantula skin. Like you found, like a shed tarantula skin that you just cracked Ooh. open. Mm-hmm. You can see inside of this. You get the sense this should have killed her, but the possibility it appears that she can't be killed by, by you. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Because whose turn should it be? <laughs> It's amazing. Goddamn narrative, narrative shield. Let's end with advantage. No I will. I will say with advantage yeah. and the DA. DA, and then she's gonna give you a cheeky little healing word as well. Just cheeky Ooh. little little fist level because you've been hit, haven't you? So. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, that's eight, 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 eight. <laughs> eight, eight, eight plus eight. Whoa. Yeah. Eight, 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 eight. <laughs> yeah. eight HP, and then she's gonna be like, "Dude, ref, fucking get off." <laughs> <laughs> Ref, it's all down to you. Ref is still grappling. Yeah. Just chokes her out. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. her like, you know, in a very tight hold yeah. uh, right now. But she's also clearly like like weakened, right? At the I think Ref is going to get off and stand up mm-hmm. and go to hit her with advantage. That's a 19 to hit. A 19 hits. Reth, do you say anything as you swing down on her? I already did, I already did my big line. <laughs> I mean, I think Reth is very, like, I think Reth is, is, like, switched into professional mode. I think, I think the, the win condition for Reth is not to be got at, is to be in control and this is this is what she wants what they want to do all right Ref, as you swing down, your fist crushes the husk of Fiza's head, and once again, those that the force waves, shock waves, just 
echo throughout this arena, utterly shredding all of this. As you punch down with the assurity of somebody who knows, she did not manage to get to you. You have come to terms with your past and the bad actions that you've taken in, in the past. And you are not that person anymore. You are working towards a new future every single day. And this illusion is completely dispersed. There, the once again shredded webs. You all find yourselves as like this begins to, I, I will say, in fact, so as that shockwave just echoes through shredding the surrounding environment and like the mists of the, of the, the misty spider cobweb sort of like float in again into your vision, you all start to hear a very different sound than you've heard up until this point. They're probably not that dissimilar to what we've been hearing physically in this place. <laughs> ah, oh, no. The one time we being of metal. Yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, you can start again metal. now if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Guys, you there? Right. No? Okay. It's never right. on time when we need. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Let's we not stop it. hiring construction workers to work while we are. <laughs> uh, they are not reliable. Sorry, that was on me. I thought it would be good. <laughs> we only booked the nine till one. You screwed us. <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> what you are standing on is a large copper band, and extending. In, a, in, in what looks like a world that is composed of these slinkified copper bands, you see what looks like the inner workings of an automaton just moving around you. You are, like, you look down, there is a perilous drop. The sky is just, like, it's not even sky, but the, whatever next band you can jump to is kind of like... Okay, you look around, there are bands crossing this way, and that is an intricate network. But the next thing that I think would stand out very much is you are standing next to a mask, a very large mask, a mask that is taller than any of you. It's probably solid, like eight feet tall, eight feet by eight feet, round wooden mask. And the face of this mask is carved to look like Abawade. In the mouth of Abawade's mask, oh there is a shattered yellow stone. And that is not the only mask you see. As you look further along the path of your band, you see another mask, looking also like Abawade, but like kind of different. This Abawade, in contrast to your Abawade, looks like kind of a doofus. You get like a kind of like... It's what? Kind of like a dum dum Abawade. It's like a real like... <laughs> expression on this other mask and in the mouth of this mask another shattered stone you see another mask with a different expression another mask with a different expression and as the band sort of like winds away you can see what look like dozens if not maybe even hundreds of masks stretching before you but that's not even all Behind you, there are masks. And these masks have what look like a very neutral Abawade face. And in the mouths of these masks are uncracked yellow stones. And as you all are just kind of standing here, just like looking around like, huh. You see like a small, you see one of the smaller spiders, maybe like the size of a small dog, carrying a yellow rock past you, just like skittering past, farther down to like an, another mask that appears to have an empty mouth and just pops the yellow stone in and skitters away. What would you all like to do? 
What I, I uh, think this one might be you. you Probably. Uh, yeah. uh, Are you sure? Nobody wants to. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, take take a look at this no. here. Oh, it's cool to be me. Yes, Yim loves of you course. so naturally. Uh, of course. Yeah. You're my whole world. Oh. Maybe we're in Yim or something. Yeah. Kind of strange. Like maybe. Uh, no. I'm just saying, all these bands. There's many people in No. Abawadi, the show that we saw, the the story, the the past, whatever that was, that helped me because that showed me what happened if you try to hide from your memories and try to get rid of them. Mm. I don't know what you remember or will remember, but maybe that can help you too. You speak wisely. Can I, can I make it sort of down the line? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can just walk. Of, you can walk along the, the copper band road. Yeah. Are there any... Uh, are the, ma- the masks. Can I address one of the masks and see if there's any... They, <laughs> which, which mask would you like to address? The doofus You just walk up to the closest one. <laughs> the real doofus, real doofus loser <laughs> looking stupid. out the wad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to this mask? Hello there. Hello me. Do you Do you talk? Abawade, you you absolutely can tell me what this mask sounds like as it responds to you. Let me give you a quick breakdown of this mask. So this is essentially imagine an Abawade because I think as you speak with this Abawade, you start the like ab- the current Abawade, present Abawade speaks with this mask uh, with we'll say Abawade Dork Edition. Uh, the the ADE has you get a flash of his memories of like growing. Growing up in in an environment that didn't really prize your inventions, didn't really prize, well, not growing up, but having essentially joined a community of people that was not as, like, knowledge-minded, was not as study, studious, didn't really care about your inventions, and in fact, it was pretty, like, they bullied you a lot. And this particular Abawade developed a lot of insecurities and just generally lacked the same sense of confidence and self-assuredness that the, and, and single-mindedness that this current Abawade has. This Abawade, his major goal is to get people to like him, and he feels like the best way he can do that is by either being really funny or by trying to impress them with his inventions. It's a real... Neither one works, I'll be honest. But he tries both. And actually, let me change the lighting. They don't work because he's trying so hard. It's so cold. It's a tragedy. So, uh, what does this Abawade sound like? As the <laughs> as the first Abawade, as present day Abawade, what does Abawade Dork Edition sound like? <laughs> speaking to the present day Abawade. Oh, hello, <laughs> hello. Who? You're me. You're me. Oh, another me. That's fascinating. Hello. What are you doing here? Well, I, uh, I appear to be in some kind of vision or representation. Can you speak to the to the other mask? 
orcs. Well, what, do you, what is your purpose here? Oh, no, well, I, I, just, I can't speak to them, obviously. They're facing the other way. I can only see the back. It's not very interesting, is it? <laughs> but here I am, working towards the, the great cause of the giant snaky thing, doing my part. I always just wanted to belong somewhere, really. Yes, yeah, so, so I suppose you're inspecting. Well, I've been doing a very, very good job. As you can see, my egg is a little bit cracked, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. Once again, here I am, cracking the egg, but... Uh, uh, yes, but, but, but how, how can I help you? Well, questions <laughs> I want to ask that I personally don't know the answer yes. to. So. <laughs> just, just make it up. Just make it up. Make whatever it is, it's canon. <laughs> what, what is the question? <laughs> like, why, why is this Abawade? Like, what is this Abawade doing as part of this production line? Shabadi is overcome at this moment. <laughs> I uh, the full force of the Johnny Charles act. It's like <laughs> we told you. We told you. What, what is some? Um, understand now. What yeah. Is, yeah. What is what is uh, uh, body's purpose here? He's clearly joined into this thing, or is this like a reflection of his the current life that he's led? That's led up to him being in this mask, and he's now just sort of sitting here. So this is his... This Abawade has memories of an entire life. And I, I will actually so say... sort of done the similar thing, to, Yeah, similar to your Abawade, like who's, who's present-day Abawade, who has just lived his life. He remembers waking up kind of in the, the, the cracked rocks and stuff. This Abawade also has memories, but not of waking up in cracked rocks. He wakes... He woke up in the ruins of a tree. It looked like a tree had been like split and shattered, and he was just like, "Huh?" And he, it, but he then went on and met people in Wagadu, lived a full life, and when he died, all of his memories came here. Uh, okay, all right then. I did not predict this. What is this? So, what what are you doing here? How did you end up in this situation? Oh, well, I just sort of, I just sort of lived my life, really. I came out of a tree, that was the first thing I did. And then, oh, I met some very nice friends. They always teased me, they would you know, just punch me in the face, but it was all, all ginges. We're actually, we were actually terrific friends, but very, very, very kind to each other. And then we sort of developed this family. I would, I would scrub the floors, and I would clean the walls, and I would clean the toilets. That was my favourite, because I, I got to do my, my favourite action, which is this. Very good action, isn't it? And then I actually invented some inventions that helped me clean the floor more efficiently. And then they took them and they took them away from me and they sort of made lots of reproductions of them they sold them they got very rich but i stayed cleaning floors for for, for most of my life until i got too old for it really and then and then i died and 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 and, and i i and then i was here but it's great it's very nice it's very happy i'm very happy to be here thank you very much for your time so it appears that all of these are me in another life well the positive thing is, just remember, no matter how bad your life gets, at least you're not this Abawade, am I right? <laughs> I, I, I am like this certainly... Abawade. I think he's all right. Thank you so much. Like had a I've always just wanted time. to belong somewhere. <laughs> you know, you're, you're the first person to ever say that they like me. Oh, honey, oh. Oh, it's okay. And she was just like, nice. pat the cheek. <laughs> I can't feel anything, but I know you're meaning to make me feel good. <laughs> For all an insight check. Or Arcana, whichever is better for you. Uh, oh, Arcana is significantly better. That's 22 for Arcana, please. Oh, beautiful. With a 22 Arcana check, you can tell this Abawade, because part, like, part of what is happening here is as he's describing all of this, present-day Abawade sees it. And it's not like a vision. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh. 
Oh. And as you are hearing this okay. from this Abawade, I think with a 22, what you realize, this is not even a separate Abawade. This is just the memories of a previous life that have been stored here Whoa. in this mask. And also with a 22 Arcana check, you notice, I think you put together, there is something significant about the fact that all of the Abawades that you are looking at here have cracked stones heading this way, and all the Abawades whose masks have no real personality but are essentially just a blank, the, imagine like the base level Abawade still have intact stones. And as you're seeing this, you see, as you're thinking this, another spider just sort of scuttles by carrying a yellow stone further down the line. Oh, okay. Hey. Future Abawades. So the cracked ones appear to be future Abawades, and the, no, the cracked, oh, the cracked ones, are ones are the past, past Abawades. Future ones are being fed with stones. Mm. Ah, so the stones go in, they crack when they're done, and then they. Oh, oh my! Do I, do I talk to a future me? Whoa. Do I? You can there, try. Are there any? Me? If they're the future, then they haven't happened yet, so surely there won't be anyone in, so to speak. Yes. But perhaps if, yes, we, went to, right. if we went back Further and back. spoke to the Abawade that invented... Is there a visibility? Is there a, like an end of the line, like an initial Abawade? Can we? Can I? Can I? How Abawade far can we go back? Let's go Abawade find Prime. it. <laughs> Abawade Zero. I think in your heart, your heart of hearts, you know, Abawade Prime awaits further down the line. Okay. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right then. I I suppose. Would you mind indulging me while I? Of course. Go back Definitely, to the yeah. back of the line. Shall walk by. Hello. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> uh, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, you guys travel along. There are so many of these things. Trust Abawade mm. interview to be sort of more difficult. All you guys had to do was confront some past trauma. This is a real experience. <sighs> I mean, it's wow. like a museum so if you kind of look at it, you know, it's yes. like the many faces of Abawade. It's like, yeah, and I, li- I like mm. it. I do like it. We should see if we can find a different Abawade and swap them over. Like that really nice one back there. <laughs> Did somebody say a cool Abawade? Yes! Let's get this one! And I'll try and take the mask down. I'm like, I'm already (laughs) dead. (laughs) But I would have loved to hang out with you, cool cats. (laughs) Booty just hangs around, (laughs) leaning on this mask, drinking a martini for a (laughs) while. You got the impression that if this Abawade had hands, they would be finger gunning. (laughs) Yeah. You remember the electric Cora? That was me. So, do you think that you know the original you made some sort of spell deal thing and set all your memories here? And did you see Willie into messing with memories and stuff? Oh. Messing with memories, messing with life. What? What, 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 uh, the original Abawade potentially was the one that cast the spell, yes? Yes, that is right. What if the original Abawade invented a way for the Abawades to not lose their memories like the rest of the garden? That Abawade might be the failsafe to remember Into the past. This is the storage. Back. This is the this is the last vestige of all of the information of Wagadu potentially, where everyone else forgot you didn't, and you keep coming back to ensure that some way Wagadu can regain its memories. Wow! 
Cool, I really hope that's it. Thanks, Ben. I have no idea if it is. I hope that's it. I hope I'm somewhere in the ballpark. Team just starts slow clapping. Don't know if that's correct. I'm impressed. I am not much worse. Is that or it's a really big leap? So it's just very convincing. So on and on the copper band goes. The more Abawades you pass, you can see. You can see. Yeah, you can see more spiders on like the undersides of other like bands putting the stones into masks vastly off in the distance. Eventually, you do arrive at the end of the road. The the it, the, the copper road sort of raises up. And there's an incline, and at the end of it, not by the side, but at the end, is the biggest mask of all. This Abawade looks, I would say, proud. I would say incredibly confident. I would say there's a little bit of the Ozymandias curled lip and sneer of cold command situation going on. This is an Abawade who is the shit, who even if he wasn't the shit, he'd still be convinced that he's the shit. Yeah. He knows he's the shit. He wants every he makes wants to make sure everyone else knows that he is the shit. And this Abawade. As you approach, what you see is a yellow stone emerge into the mouth, and a spider crawls up, removes the stone, and scurls it and, and scurries down the line. Whoa. <gasps> yes, the Abawade is creating more Abawade. Creating the memories. Mm-hmm. Side note, are all of these spiders crawling along on cobwebs? No, they okay. are crawling along. However, I think you know that this place is made of webs. So yeah. if you were trying to do some kind of a web shenanigan, I will let you roll for it. <laughs> but it probably is webs. I'll be honest with yeah. you. Initially, I was going to be like, are they are they on cobwebs with two bees? Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you let me fuck about, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I would be interested in trying to maybe stop the one that's just taken. Wait, is it like the the Abawadi that is the shit? The, is he producing the these producing. stones? Mm, yeah. It appears it to, to be, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then one scurries, grabs it, and scurries off. Okay, I won't stop the little production line. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll touch your shoulder and go, good luck. <laughs> Bardic inspiration. Hey! Did you... You gave me... Oh, yes. Out. And this is actually this is actually worth mentioning, because I'm glad you mentioned spider webs. I forgot to mm-hmm. mention this originally. That Abawade's mask is not simply floating there. It is suspended there by spider webs that extend off mm. into the, the far distance. Okay. Can we have a quick, just a quick powwow, but just before you do the the talky talking uh, with the yes, sir. just I think it might be worth us just preparing ourselves for the possibility that Abawade Prime may have some direct connection to the Spider Queen, and we just need to be prepared that it might affect current Abawade. That's my only. I'm just hypothesizing, but we should just be prepared that that might happen. That's I mean, all. If, if if anything, we've learned anything today is that we all have a past. Yes, absolutely. So I don't see a problem with it. I know who you are now, and I think that you're pretty good. So why don't we just try and get as much information as we can out of this old Abel? I was kind of just saying, just in case he gets sort of possessed by Abelwade Prime, who tries right, to kill us okay, or something. Like sure. that's the point I was oh. trying to make. Was just yeah. we, we should be prepared. I didn't get that. I'm glad no. you were more right. Yes, sorry, about I, that. I, I was trying to skirt around it to not hurt one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand entirely. Yim steps forward and says, "If there is a risk of my friend Abawade being 
possessed by the spirit of this Abawade Prime. Perhaps it's best if I make contact first, just to check, because it's surely it is better if I get possessed rather than Abawade. And he looks very Still seriously at you. wouldn't want you to get possessed. By so contact, do you mean simply touching? Yes, I was just going to touch it. I worry for you. I feel maybe I'll try and address it first. I'm not sure. I want right. you to touch it. If you wish, I shall stand here ready to sever your head if you are possessed. Yes, yeah. I'm well, going no, to take really out my pistol. <laughs> <laughs> this, is just a the- this is just a theory, Guillaume. Let's, re- let's not go hasty until we know exactly. No, that- I shall put you down. <laughs> I shall put you down like the hyena known as Old Yeller. I was about to Spotted hand my pistol yellow. to. <laughs> I was about to hand my, my pistol to him, and then I turn around and it's like. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do I hit things with it? Let's just keep it off okay. now. Okay. Uh, okay. Before we start, mm-hmm. are there any like key pieces of information that I should know if I'm if uh, if I'm going to end up? I will. I will let or? you know as soon as you make contact. We will. We will. Okay. Great. Oh yeah. boy. Cut that out. Yes. Hello there. As soon as you speak. Like, you, similar to how when you made contact with the past Abawades, you would get, like, snippets of their memories, you get flooded back a whole lifetime. For the first time, you remember falling. And you remember finding people, finding a community. Of course, they immediately recognize you for your talents. You are the smartest person in around. Surely there are people who, well, others might say there are other there are there are those in Wagata who are as smart or smarter than you, but that's ridiculous. You rise very quickly to the ranks, through the ranks of the mages. You are one of the most, if not the most, respected artificer type mage in Wagadu at this point. And you then start to see firsthand what became of the Meg Bay, something that you've already seen sort of from the outside. You start to see the paranoia, the fear. You get the sense of your Abawade thinking, well, if we are here, who are these people who think that they are better than us, that they have all of these connections with the spirits? We are clearly the ones who were chosen. We have our great heroes. I, just look at me, what our society produced. These people, if you can call them that, don't deserve to to lick the, the, the metal shaving that we produce. And there you start to see up close what happened to the Meg Bay and the horrors that ensued. And then you start to see up close the outcry of the people of Ogadu, the immense, I would say, guilt that happens when the spirits come forward having sort of ushered the Meg Bay away and basically pass judgment on the people of Wagadu, saying, what you have done is inexcusable. This is unacceptable. This was wrong. There's no other way to put it. This was a horror. And the people of Wagadu, with this shame, uh, they decide they can't, they can't live with it. They can't handle this shame. And so they come to the only people they know out, they know to go to, the most powerful among them, the powerful mages. And of course, you are part of that group. And you, through your studies, I'll give you this for free, because past Abawade, Abawade Prime figured this out. The Great Weaver, who controls Wagadu's memories, is 
far beyond any spell that you could cast. No matter how powerful this spell is, she's a fundamental force of Wagadu. With the one, she's you, you. You can't. If you were to eliminate her, you'd have to eliminate all of Ogadu's memories. But maybe with a powerful enough spell, you could suppress it. You could. You could mask it. Something that is normally used in Wagadu as a form of expression, a form of even, in some cases, evocation, to try and evoke different ideas. What if we were to use it to cover something? A, a, a magical mask placed to contain part of the Great Weaver and suppress just that one part of Wagadu's memory that troubles all of the people. And so, the plan is enacted. You create the spell... You place the magic mask upon the Great Weaver, and that one aspect of her, that one piece, that one major event in Wagadu's memory, is suppressed. And it is around this time, well, not around this time, years later, as the people of Wagadu are seemingly living happily, you have, I think from your perspective exhausted your options as far as learning. Because I think if there's one thing that is true, and you can correct me on this, but I think if there's one thing that is true of Abawadi that would probably endure in just about any version of him, it is the the thirst for knowledge and the curiosity. Mm. This Abawade feels, felt as though he had exhausted his options. He'd run through all of the knowledge that he could glean in this realm. And so he decided to go to the source of Wogadu's knowledge. He traveled to the Baobab Grove. And then you start to realize when you had that sense of deja vu there, and you start to see him walking through a, a much, I guess, older Baobab, or a much younger, that is, Baobab Grove. There are, in fact, fewer, fewer people who have traveled there. And you know what else is smaller? And what catches your eye is the barren area. It has not grown quite as much. But I think Abawade does notice that spot. And of course, He's a curious guy. He's going to head on in there. Mm-hmm. He speaks to the spirit that's in there. By this point, of course, this Abawade has deciphered or has, has created ways to decipher the murmurings of these spirits. So he's able to understand what this spirit says. And as the spirit explains, it, it basically offers him some of the water. Abawade's like, look, I mean, I can... You got to experiment on somebody. I'm the only one here. So he tasted the water, and that was when the Spider Queen sprung her trap. This Abawade's life ended there when the Spider Queen, who at this point, and I will actually, I will have you roll, I will have you roll an Arcana check. It will be, this is essentially past Abawade rolling this, but it's on this one, you would get a plus, I believe, plus 11 to this roll. Oh, okay. Yeah. At 21, then. Okay. With a 21, <clears throat> I think with all the time that this past Abawade has spent here, he realizes that the Spider Queen is not just the it's not like the whole great weaver is the spider queen spider queen is an aspect the spider queen was created by a wound that occurred when that wound was not healed and was masked and forcibly kept under wraps and never got an opportunity to heal it began to fester and that aspect of the great weaver was forced to live in that trauma 
for years. And she eventually, as some people do, became someone who thrives in a world of trauma, in a world of unhappiness. Mm. And to the point where she started feeding off of it in others. And now most of the time when she has this, when a person truly succumbs to their trauma, they become a faceless one, either because she directly poisoned them or because they were consumed by their own feelings, or not just trauma, but the general traumas in their lives. They eventually were, through her workings, transformed into faceless ones. In Abawadi's case, though, she had something more special in mind. Because what's one lifetime of suffering to feed off of? You can have infinite lifetimes of suffering. When you can just keep bringing him back over and over and over again, knowing that no matter what happens, either he is gonna hurt somebody, he is gonna be hurt, he's gonna be party to somebody being hurt, and he's going to forget it every time. So he's just going to keep making the same mistakes. He's not going to be able to grow. He is forever trapped in an endless cycle of rebirth, pain, death, rebirth for the end, until the end of time. And I think that is what this Abawade has surmised in this moment. And that is the knowledge that this Abawade has, as that Abawade Prime has, as he looks down at present day Abawade. Would you say that's enough information to go off of? <laughs> okay. Eames asleep again. Wow. Eames asleep. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give you a hug after this. <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping you'd come. I've been waiting for you many years, many lives. I knew and I watched. I watched as I suffered over and over again. I, you, made a terrible, terrible mistake. But just as the Spider Queen's torture is ongoing, so is your chances to redeem yourself. You must undo what I did. You must remove the spell that I put in place. I... I only thought I was helping but I have caused more damage than I ever thought possible. Please, save the memory of Wagadu. Right. So, <clears throat> turns out I know what we have to do. Do I know, do I know now where to go in this place? Yes, those eggs that are those, the yellow stones, which let's be real, are essentially eggs that are coming through, have to be coming from somewhere. And if they're entering this place from, if they're ages of the Spider Queen, the be through there is the most likely place that you might be able to find her. Oh, Jeremy, are they coming out of her butt? Yeah, 
I'm going to crawl in the mouth straight away. As you all crawl into the Abawade mouth, one by one through the mouth of this gigantic Abawade mask that has such a proud look and yet such a deep sadness and regret for the absolute atrocities that he committed during his lifetime. And you go to set right what has been done to Wagadu, the terrible damage that has been done. That is where we will end this session. Trauma! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was great. We'll give Liv an inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all for tuning in to this absolutely wild and very heavy episode of Tales of God Who the Spider Queen. Does anyone have anything they would like to plug? It just seems very inappropriate. No, let's not right plug now. anything. Then. I don't deserve plugs. <laughs> 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 On that note, then, I'm just going to give another thank you to Mark Humes and the entire Kai Rollers crew for letting us use this incredible Ooh, facility. Wow. so cool. Uh, and we will see all of you next time for another exciting episode of Tales of Ogadu, The Curse of the Spider Queen. So long, Shire Folk. So, so long, long, Shire Folk. So <laughs> long. Let's go hug Johnny. That was a HeadGum Podcast.